and welcome to the Utopia District Podcast. It's Indie Advent, and today I'm here with a whole whack load of people, people from the Disco Forever event. We got artists, visualists, attendees, and people from the team, Utopia District team. And most importantly, we got ED in the house who basically put this thing together with me. So welcome everybody. How's everyone going? One note, we have so many people. Maybe say your name when you speak just so people know who's who's here. So who we got? We got uh who's got the narcissist it? here. <laughs> Alright, I'll be the narcissist. <laughs> hey guys. Yeah, you're the host. Yeah, right. Yeah. You yeah should, hey guys, yeah, this is should. uh Electric Dreams, aka Ed. Uh I am the, the co founder of the, the, the Disco Forever event. In the house the house <laughs> thank you for being here buddy i'm glad to be here appreciate you um i'll go next i'm nico quota i am a writer for utopia district hey awesome uh, to have you here yeah thank you man no worries who else we got uh i guess i'll go uh squizzle cop here a uh, visualist and content creator for Utopia District. And you did visuals for Melanade. For you, yes, I did. Awesome, awesome. Who could not be here today? They yeah, are sadly. out in Scotland, I think it's, or no, they're in England now. Uh, uh, one of those two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, he's with us in spirit, of course. Uh, I'm just, yep, yep. I'm just gonna start like firing dead. through here. <laughs> We got Strawberry Station. Very much alive. Hi, my name's Strawberry and I'm an alcoholic, but I also make huge funk. And you, you also do your taxes on time. <laughs> yeah, during oh, meetings. Yeah. <laughs> we got Pronoco from Utopia District. Howdy. Howdy indeed, my friend. Welcome. And you, oh, you. Yeah, so Strawberry just spoke. The three of us, Pronoco, myself, and Strawberry, did the set together for Strawberry Yay! Station. It was awesome. That was a lot of fun. We have Moyer Bender. Yo. Is that pronounced right? Uh, uh, I mean, I usually say Moray Bender, but Moray, I mean, Moray. like, I've heard any, like, range of pronunciation at this point, so, like, I just roll with whatever. I like that. I'm just like, yep, that's me. I know you're referring to me, so yeah, I can yeah. <laughs> And you did visuals for uh, the future funk monthly. Future show. FFM, yes. Who also couldn't be here, yeah. unfortunately. Fifteen minutes, oh, an hour and fifteen minutes too late for our boy. Sorry, Hot sorry. Blacking. Hot blacking. <laughs> and yeah, that was that was fucking awesome, man. We'll get we'll get into all, all the visuals uh, and music very soon. And we've got Mare. Mare no Tildy. What is up, Mare? What's up, all, my man? Everything is good, man. It's so good. Talking to all you guys is like it's I don't know, I had a really boring day today. This is the highlight of my day for sure. Hey, that's wow. sweet. <laughs> is that what does that say about me? <laughs> Uh, we've got yeah, that's only yeah, yeah, regular work day. We've got yeah, honestly, same here. G Banis ninety two from Utopia District. What's up? Hello, hello. How's it going? Going good. I, I did stuff too. You did once upon a time. Integral to the production and um, 
success of the Disco Forever event. Couldn't have done it without you, my friend. Thank you. Glad to have been of service. We've got Discoholic. Hi, I'm a Discoholic. You might be too. <laughs> Smooth. Welcome, welcome. Yep. Thank you for being here <laughs> and being a part of the event in general. That was a no problem. treat. And Thanks for having Oh, yeah, man. Like, of course, anytime. And Cobalt Road, last but not least, what is up? Hello. How we doing? How we doing? We're good. We're good. We're just, we're just ready for a wild little interview here, my friends. Uh, thank you again, everyone, for being a part of the event. And... For those, for anyone who's listening that doesn't know what Disco Forever is, actually, it was a Future Funk meets Vaporwave live streaming URL event that happened on February 13th, 2021, and it was a wild ass time. It's very, very cool. Ten artists. This was a great time. Ten artists, uh, eight visualists, I think, and a Wicked After Party and just a, a wicked with 200 people in the chat i think which is pretty cool for a four for a four to five hour event mm. um you know you like i got 200 or about, about 200 on average at late night lights which was a 44 artist event so wow wow <laughs> so yeah it was it was great to see everybody come out it was really awesome and you can check out the details about the event, see the VODs. We're going to start getting the videos on YouTube. By the time you listen, there'll probably already be a bunch. And the entire event as well, so you can see all the little visuals we had um, to really give the Brents a nice set of polish and branding. Um, at utopiadistrict.com slash events slash disco forever. And we'll link that in the show notes as well. You can meet the team. You can check out the posters and the visualists. Maybe you're looking for some visualists for your next event. You know, maybe some musicians. Who knows? So check it out. Please do, because I work my ass off putting it together. I don't want it to be for no, for no, re <laughs> for no mm -hmm. reason. Indy is easily the hardest worker here at Utopia District. <laughs> Oh yeah, I would say period. <laughs> Probably, yeah. I, I, uh, I know you're reluctant to claim that title, but you've earned it, man. I, I, Utopia District, I'll I'll take it. But people say that in just vaporwave in general, and I don't know. There, yeah. There's a lot of people like Daydream so, Deluxe, uh, Pad, you know. Uh, but but you know what? Chief the, the Elite, last two years, Chief Yo, number one. I gotta give shout out to Chief. Yeah. Chief Leaf, the, la check out. the last two years that I've known you, though, Indy, I, I always feel like you, you've always been, you know, behind the scenes, like of just about, mm -hmm. just about every uh, future funk slash vaporwave event that that's that's happened, um, especially handful. last year when, when we had a, a lot of uh, virtual shows. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there were three uh, or f three to five. Technically, I, I helped out with the DMT event as well. And there was private suites, waves, and flamingo fest. Um, those were mm. 
quite large and late night yeah, lights. But there were big yeah, events, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah you were central mm-hmm. yeah. to a lot of what happened last like, year. I wouldn't downplay, man. There were really like big, big events. Like I know Flamingo Fest was definitely huge. Yep. Yeah, they're yeah, they're for sure. biggest, That's yeah. probably the biggest well, one in future yep. funk. I think mm-hmm. they were. Oh, yeah, sure. They were the biggest, like no doubt about it. But I don't want to like. T- undermine like uh i want to give take a second to shout out ronnie from vapor space stl because he actually started this movement like he was the one to prove that it could be done with vapor space online back in may i think it was um yeah. he had like data girl there uh nano shrine i think uh maybe not i don't know there were there was a lot of really cool artists and that is what really inspired me. Um, after Electronicon one or two, I remember I have this voice message saved. Actually, I could play it. Nah, I won't play it. But it's to Mackie from Private Suite saying, "Like, yo, let's do this online thing because winter was coming, and <laughs> winter's coming. Winter's <laughs> still here." And it was like November, right after. Uh, November 2019 and then the pandemic happened and we were like okay well I guess uh, we're, this is actually gonna happen and then out of nowhere Ronnie drops this show in May and it was like okay well now we gotta do one too <laughs> so then private sweet waves and there's a whole bunch in between um, yeah just it's so cool to be a part of a community that can connect on this level like I don't I'm a part of a bunch of other music communities too. I'm sure you guys are as well. And um, you don't get live events like that, right? Like 44 artists or 10 even. I don't know. How do you guys feel about all that stuff, the live shows? I've been talking for a while. Oh, no, the live shows have been amazing. It's great even in uh, COVID and everything. I hate to sound like one of those commercials, you know, in these trying times, but it's been amazing to see artists come together like this. I'm mm-hmm. very happy Agreed. with mm-hmm. how this community has been able to do this during, you know, everything. Mm-hmm. I, feel like, I feel like we've been in a uh, really good spot to kind of like explore that as well, because as a community, we've only just been kind of starting to, it's frustrating as hell because we were just starting to get to a point where the live shows were becoming a more regular thing. But at the same time, it's given us a chance to kind of spread our wings and try out this online thing without it feeling like we, we have, we're trying to like chase a feeling or if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, I'm super hyped to like get back into clubs and stuff and do oh, proper yes. live shows. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think these online shows have opened the door for like potential, you know, real life connections for like real shows because once you've already made that connection online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For oh, sure. yeah, yeah. For yep. sure. Absolutely, yeah. dude. I yeah, so really looking forward to that. We, we all know each other primarily from being from being friends online, anyway. So, like doing these things through the internet kind of works in a way. You know, it feels more natural than it would if we were all like in, say, a local music scene or something. Yeah, and I'm sure. The, yeah. the, the normal default would just be to like go to a bar or a club or something and do mm-hmm. this sort of thing. And a lot of us are like pretty tech savvy, you know, so we can. We can get with it. That's sort of a well, the one thing, yeah. online scene. And that was Discoholic, by the way, who mentioned that uh, initially mm-hmm. for the audience. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, e- I think ED, you were going to say something? Yeah, well, well, I wanted to say 
it, it was sort of the advantage of where we came from because for about the last 10 years we've been for the most part a, a very a digital and online genre so yeah. all, all this stuff has been sort of yeah. our forte now we've only just we only had a chance to do like IRL events for about a year and unfortunately we had to go back to all digital but you know it, it wasn't something new for us it was something very easy for us all to to get in and i guess that's what uh helped us a lot like it like doing all these digital shows allowed a lot of um it, it allowed a lot of newer artists to uh participate in shows to to show uh everybody what they got um and so you know as awful as it is to say it i, I think sort of the pandemic was something that that future funk and vaporwave benefited of because the online shows really got a lot of people's names out yeah oh yeah it's been great for getting up and coming artists out there you know yeah artists that would have been able to never seen yeah to play a show uh, i I would agree with that. Um, I mean, in my case, I remember doing Wave Pool, just a yes, a, big big show as well. Been? Fibers. Yeah, exactly. And then just a few months, well, actually, just like a week later, I talked to Fiber, and we were like, "Ah, maybe we should do a release together." And now my new album's on Montaigne. So there you go. Yeah. You know, now that I have you out now. <laughs> I didn't mean to make that sound like a plug. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, plugs. Not all the plugs, please. And so, yes, everyone, you probably realize that was Mare speaking. Please say your names, everybody. Mare. I'm Mare. Mare. My man. Yeah, EDs. So, yeah, I feel so <laughs> bad. Forever. This show was Forever. supposed yeah. to be like uh that we should have announced at the end of the show bigger i think that your album was coming out because you put this shit on you know it deserve at least a message in the twitch chat about it yeah honestly (laughs) i'll be honest towards the end of it i sort of forgot yeah like you're right my album had anything to do with with this show yeah exactly like it was so good because Originally, we talked about it as sort of like a like an album release thing, like to to just show off the album. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it and then we start talking. Yeah, and then we just start talking. Like, hey, what if we get like a performance from like Mayor and like Discoholic and and stuff? And it just turned into something completely different. <laughs> I like what but, it turned into. Hey, it, it turned hey. out great. I can't it complain. I actually loved it. It was a lot of Sometimes fun. Sometimes you just don't fight it yeah uh, you go with the flow See where it takes and you. the thing that happens yeah where it takes you it's something very beautiful so i love what disc what disco forever became mm-hmm. i like i like that it's its own thing yeah that a lot of people could, could latch on to yeah it certainly became it's it, a brand i think in a way like we're definitely gonna yeah. do another one um, oh oh yeah oh, are we announcing something info yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah in some TBA. capacity, TBA. Finally reached Disco too. Yeah. House. We've all signed press releases. We can't comment on anything else. I'm sorry, That's guys. Right. <laughs> Next one will be Disco forever and ever. <laughs> forever, forever, ever, and ever. Oh, We're just like that. Every, every new one is just another ever. Don't ask me what to name the third one. I like that. Not gonna lie. Like, yeah. We've got the base. Ever, ever, ever. ever. <laughs> And that was Tyler. All hell breaks loops. Welcome to the chat. Coming in with the bad puns. Hey, That's, sure. That's what I'm known for. Yeah.
That's how you announce yourself. That's a, yeah, how the hell, that's Bricks Loops, you're doing? You do have the puns, yo. On the Reddit posts. Oh, yeah, that's all I post. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a really good one for the follow-up for um, uh, the last one, yeah. I, I should I should just take screen caps so we can compare my like progressively worse puns like for as as the events go on. <laughs> just to uh, monitor the insanity. Uh, what do we got here? Yeah, we need an archive. How much of covers this for is it for this club? And there was two. I thought there was two. Anyway, good puns. Um, yeah. So uh, let's. Let's dive into this episode, everyone. So, yeah, check out the VODs, people. Listen to the music. Watch the the performances. The visuals were amazing. It was really neat to see, like, a lot of us are, we come from the Vaporwave side, most of us, at Utopia District, I would say. Not that we, like, choose sides. <laughs> but, uh... You know, it just kind of works out like that. You know, I'm I love future funk. How course, dare you but... assign us or genres? <laughs> How dare you? Right. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was neat to see the the way the visuals met the music. Usually, that upbeat, high tempo kind of vibe, right? We have a couple of visualists here. I guess let's. We'll start with some of you guys. Maybe we can talk about some of those stuff. Um, fortunately, like yeah, you said, I said, oh, go ahead. Oh, for for this kind of music, it's it's like a it's like a celebration for me. So it's like a lot of kind of like I don't know. I, I think for me, like I think emotionally, right? Like, okay, what does this make me want to do? Does this make me want to get on a dance floor? Like, is this really dark and brooding? And so in this case, it's all happy mm -hmm. and bright and bubbly and just like you just. You want to hear that, you know, that, that filter sweep and then everything comes in with like the full kick drum and the full bass and you're just like nodding your head. Like, so it's a really kind of abstract concept, but that's kind of what I'm just trying to support, you know, visually. And in this case, working with Alex in Fiber, um, like, you know, with the green screen, um, you know, there's a focus just on the center. And it's kind of fun because, you know, I, for those of you using my other visuals, I usually get audio sets, right? And I do everything. But in this case, it's like, oh, there's something for people to look at. And then I'm just kind of supporting that. But it's kind of supporting that emotion of that fun or that like excitement or like, it's almost like, especially with like the renders of the actual like disco floor, it's like, yeah, we get to go out again, you know, kind of <laughs> illusion. Um, so it's it fun to play into that. And like every time it's it's a little bit different, right? Depending on the event, depending on the, the set. So um, mm -hmm. that's that's my approach at least. No, that's a great take, man. It's absolutely, absolutely true. It's It really is fun. Like, I've been doing a lot of visual sets over the past few months and I haven't like as a filmmaker and editor, that's sort of my background. I haven't done anything for actually years until this happens. So I'm starting to flex my skills again. I've, I'm learning all kinds of new stuff too. And just having fun with it. Like it's actually such a blast. Like more people need to try this. And that's part of why of I want to talk to you guys, actually, like, you know, not just to talk about your stuff, but insight into how you do it and, and why you do it sort of thing. And we can inspire people that way. So, Squiz, you did visuals for Melonade. Yes, I did. It was a pleasure working with him, for sure. Oh, yeah. he's. he's uh, they actually best. came to me um, with the rally idea. It was, oh, yeah. It's like, you just kind of wanted to know what they what they were into, what they wanted to have the thing feel like. 
and yeah, and they're like, "You watch any rally?" And I'm like, oh, "I'm familiar with it. I I don't watch a whole lot of it." Mm-hmm. And then three weeks of just <laughs> rally deep dive. <laughs> you found it some was it was really a lot of source footage. material. Yeah, yeah. Like you definitely dug through the archives of rally stuff to, to find to unique stuff, like different sort of material for each yeah. song, I think is the way you, you went put it down, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. That's how I was kind of going about it. I, 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 my whole goal in the end that didn't quite get realized was I wanted uh, different manipulation uh, for each track. All in all, I think I got each track looking some pretty, pretty different. Mm-hmm. Um, that was that was some trippy stuff in there, man. I really oh. enjoyed some of the visuals that you pulled out of like the base footage, like some of the effects that you applied to it. Yeah, oh, glad you oh, liked yeah. It. yeah. The visuals were very, <laughs> very jarring sometimes, but it was very <laughs> <laughs> in a good way. A good way. <laughs> no, it was all around. It was very yeah, well yeah. put together. It's appreciated. It, it goes back to what I was saying about the vaporwave visuals meets future funk. Like it really fits. And shows that Future Funk doesn't have to be this like bright pink, dancey, usually anime based uh, visual vibe, you know? Can be dirty ass rally cars with fucking (laughs) rip roaring (laughs) engines and all that shit, right? That's probably my cue to exit. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you you can go now, Strawberry. We don't need you anymore. Pinocchio and I cut your set, so you're not going anywhere. (laughs) I was possibly going to throw some initial D. um, Oh, yeah, it would have been perfect. That would have been perfect, yeah. It would have worked. It would have. I just. Some, I got so deep into the Group B races from the 80s, which are absolutely bonkers. These people are just standing in in the road sometimes, on the track, yeah. and they're just parting as the cars are coming at them at 80, 90, 100 miles an hour. And who knows like and, what direction yeah. the driver's turning, really. Like, lots of injuries, lots of oh, yeah. got hurt. <laughs> I tried my best. I, I don't think I had any crash in the entire set so that was my goal at trying to keep it positive mm-hmm. and upbeat nice i like that yeah, yeah i like that but yeah no it was a lot of fun working with melanie it was a lot of fun and i imagine the crashes can sort of like take away from the music the, the attention you know and the flow yeah so it's, it would be too jarring especially it for a mix worked with the flow yeah yeah oh the the mix was i, I really wish melanie was here uh, i know mm-hmm. but their mix was a was a lot of fun because you're, I mean, as a visualist, you're listening to this. I doubt he's awake, but I'm going to message him. Yeah. Nah, you want to join at 4 a.m.? <laughs> Please. Man, who's calling Please. me at 4 a.m.? Oh, my God. It's Utopia District. Oh, yeah, Disco really is forever. Guys, guys, Utopia District's on the phone. I got to pick up. I call Disco <laughs> never sleeps. Mm-hmm. Yes. Call people into robots. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the, di- yeah, the district never sleeps, my friend. You don't need to sleep in the Utopia district. It's like Neverland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh... thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's what we're here for. <laughs> it's, it's not just about the source material, too. Your visual. Uh, manipulation of the footage was really, really fantastic, man. 
Can we talk about some of the oh, thank you. Yeah, techniques it's a lot of you used maybe or, or tools? Uh, yeah. I mean, if you're yes. curious, um, this time around, I know for Late Night Lights, I might have mentioned this before, but uh, Touch Designer was a pretty big, uh, pretty big tool in this thing uh, then as well as now. Um, and for all who do not know, Touch Designer is a nodal-based programming uh, system, and it really excels at real-time uh, visual stuff. It, I know all hell can uh, attest to it. They play in it as well. Uh, yeah, I I use Touch Designer um, for like very few specific things. So one of them is like an automatic um, like visualist. If if they're really nerdy about like time sync stuff, they can tap along like with the tempo. <laughs> Uh, but touch designer and all of its like super robust like options and nodes you can actually have touch designer tell you the tempo which is kind of nice especially for um you know a lot of these sets where like oftentimes when i'm working you know with the artist i asked for like a time list uh just because then that way i try to do roughly like one look per song and then when i know where kind of you know the transitions are that kind of helps me queue up um but it's not like anyone gives me detailed like bpm oh, okay this one's at 124 and then we drop to 120 and then we go to 132 <laughs> or whatever that is so touch designer can do a lot of those like it's like having that extra collaborator there it's it's a really really mm. powerful tool but yeah the gui is kind of more on the i think you know andy you're kind of bringing up a lot of us that are in this space are a lot more kind of tech leaning um just you know we're online all the time right and this is what we do um so touch designer is great for that and you know personally i my my bread and butter is resolume uh which is a lot mm. more like if you know how to use any sort of you know nle like it makes a lot of sense like a lot of the same uh, kind of blend modes and stuff like that. And um, in my my approach is almost like, like the way I try to explain it is like, okay, you know how like guitar players, right? They've got a bunch of different guitar pedals and they all cause, you know, different effects. And so they put those in a specific order to get a specific sound. So that's what I do, but then with like, you know, video shaders. So I send one into one and then send it out of that into the other and then back again. And I take out, you know, an alpha layer or something like that. Um, but I think it's really great, you know, for everyone's workflows to just be, kind of given the opportunities like this to actually know they'll have audiences to look at like the cool new technique that you found. Um, but then now there's a plurality, right? Like we were saying like, oh, this feels like a vaporwave approach to future funk, but then future funk kind of has its own look with like the bright pinks and all the, you know, anime gifts that just loop for, you know, three minutes or whatever. Um, and so I think it's really cool that with this event, it was definitely not that typical sort of look, right? Mm -hmm. Like it was like all over the place and just the experimentation from all the visualists and, you know, some of the creative direction that's provided by the different artists um yeah we're definitely we're, we've all evolved like as a community compared to like a year ago from all this so that's really kind of cool to see on, on you know happen in real time and there's no wrong way to do it i wish with visuals like you know for those of us that do the stuff that's more computer-based um you can't get away from buying like a graphics card and like a powerful one <laughs> uh, that's the only thing that was like oh i wish i wish there was like a raspberry pi version of that right where it's like mm -hmm. oh you know you don't have to buy like video hardware just get this raspberry pi project and this diy kit there's no real equivalent of that but um yeah. Um, you know, as, as, as the scalpers stop with all their 30, you know, 30, 70, 30, 80, 30, 90 hoarding, uh, please, hopefully that'll please, open things please, up please. for everyone else. And, well. um, but yeah, it's, it's just, they're it's just awesome trying to make an honest living, man. <laughs> then then uh, go, go, to stonks, go to stonks. Don't, don't do, don't do scalping. No, I love being a scalp. You don't actually like, it's nice to be able to render things fast. Um, and if you don't want to make proxies, but, you know, for example, carbon copy products. He did the visuals for ED for, me, for, for Ed. Ed yeah. yeah, he uses like a 2012 MacBook or something. 
that's that's respect yeah, yeah. If, you, if you can you know like kick off the render like at like midnight and then like fervently wake up at like six in the morning like did it did it work yeah um you know respect respect for that's that the i think worst. my work was a lot more real time but you have a good point like if you're rendering something you can as long as nothing crashes during the render yeah then yeah you, you don't need the latest greatest and so but yeah maybe maybe it's just like you know a couple i know like there's there's a couple you know visual artists who are way more present on like youtube and making tutorials and like you know i pick up tips on that stuff you know so so maybe it's maybe it's mm -hmm. it's kind of needed to kind of show people hey like there's a barrier to entry here but then also if you're using this workflow and it's more of like an editing style um you know it, that that can just be you know the old laptop you have kicking around or something like that yeah i think accessibility and just flattening the surface and if, if you even think about this like we don't have like a bouncer who's like, okay, I need CIDs, right? Like 21 and up only, right? It's not about that, right? Like, and I think, I think people are kind of surprised by seeing like the full, you know, age spectrum of everyone. But, you know, mm -hmm. if you're a really passionate 14 year old and you're really into this, you know, music and this space and this, this community, you can engage, right? And no one's going to be doing a silly gatekeeping at the door based on how old you are. So I think that's yeah. kind of cool too, that like it's that accessible to young people. And if you're not going to have mm -hmm. the opportunities to like get sweaty and bump elbows at a club, like this is the next best thing right now. And and I hope, I hope that culture and that tradition kind of keeps going, but yeah, I think it's, 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 de we'll definitely remember this, this period, you know, and, and the, the interesting projects that we're doing now, cause it's just so different and, mm -hmm. and yeah, I think what, what else are we going to do? Just, just give up. For, for, for those yeah. of us that have been like involved in actual live shows as well, um, these online shows have been a real opportunity for those younger people to like um, get that experience. Like, yeah, I remember when we were organising Groove Horizons in London, there were a couple of people that we were considering having on the bill, but we just couldn't because um, you know you have to be eighteen to be in the club, and uh, some of these kids were like. I call them kids because I'm old. That's <laughs> true, though. They, for they, sure. Yeah, they, they were genuinely talented people, but you know they were just too young to be in that setting. And uh, it's 21 you know, in the US. Yeah, exactly. You guys are pure. Oh, mm -hmm. <laughs> Damn! Don't get me started, bro. Yeah. I couldn't do shit till I was 21. Bro, I grew up in Miami for like. I bet you had a I fake ID. Like Didn't you? Nah, I, man, I, was, you did. I was a good kid. Good boy. <laughs> it, 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 it's another one of those benefits of the online show that perhaps um, doesn't get thought about as much as some of the others. Mm -hmm. you know, that that sure, opportunity young, younger artists to have a chance to perform live. Mm -hmm. That's very cool. And visualists also, just doing visuals. Yeah, yeah, for real, for real. In general. Sorry, and, I and that is a good point because yeah, in the ahead. traditional live you know experience, you wouldn't have like you know fifty different visualists. You'd have one person just because logistically you know mm. swapping all that stuff out was just kind of cumbersome. Yeah. But then now it's it's kind of nice that like you know multiple people get that opportunity. It's not just like the one VJ who's picked up for the gig, right? It's like you're not going to hire like multiple sound techs or something like that. So in this way, it kind of spreads that out, and it kind of. You know, if you think about opportunity as a resource, you know, that's kind of getting, you know, shared throughout the community too, which I think is awesome. And I think it's really encouraging for people. And I think, you know, I haven't seen anything, you know, like mean or, or nasty. Everyone's very supporting for visualists. And I know, of course, we have tech, you know, issues every once in a while, but that's just, we know that's just part of the playing ground and just kind of giving, building that confidence of like, you can do this too, I think is really, really important. And I really hope that there's like really, you know, some like really cool perks that come out of that and a really energized you know, live local scene and where, what, you know, whatever location you're in, but you know, hopefully that crazy. can be kind of the next path of the torch is that like, we've really activated, you know, raw young talent to just like, you know, okay, blow our minds in two years, you know, like what, what comes out of that? Mm -hmm. I was just thinking, you know, what's crazy. You said there's been no real, like a little bit of technical difficulties, but 
No set has ever not started on time. Like no event, rather. You jinxed it now. That I can think of. Like Ooh. that's a pretty <laughs> crazy track record. Like at a live show, they always don't start on time. You know, like there's there's always technical shit. It's like it's pretty amazing that everyone's gotten their renders done. And I've heard some horror stories. I've been through some myself. I remember Tropical Virtual's set for one of the Virtual Utopias, I think at number four. Uh, the one with the fish swimming around the room. Hmm. No one saw that? Go watch it. What, what was that story? It was like they had to pay like $1,000 at like the highest speed render farm yeah. to get it done in time or something crazy. They had to, oh, like, to shit, transfer that. it to a render yeah. farm. Yeah, time, those yeah. are real Clanton bucks right there, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Clanton bucks. <laughs> sure. like, it definitely costs a couple couple grand. Yeah, they were talking about that during mm-hmm. that show. Like, Yeah, that was some good stuff. Check out the VOD for that at utopiadistrict.com slash events where you can see all the VODs for all the shows, provided the VOD links are still up because some of them don't stay up. <laughs> If you notice a VOD link isn't working, message me and we'll we'll see if there's another one. It's hard to keep track, you know. We'll scrape through the archives. Yeah, I, I dig through there every once in a while. It's a bitch. <laughs> so uh, quickly, uh, sorry, just quickly, I want to give a shout out to Lucky Talisman, <laughs> Ev.exi, Mazen, and Stereoplastic for lending us each a song to air during the event to help with you know the the branding and the flow and whatnot um we're gonna link the songs in the description they're very awesome um you'll recognize them instantly if you're at the show (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah thank you so much guys that was very kind uh, yeah, so let's move it on. Squiz, thank you so much uh, for the Melonades uh, for, for doing that there. It was my pleasure. Check it out. And next we'll move on to, uh, well, I guess we'll just go in order, Cobalt Road. Hello, hello. Who did his own visuals. It's kind of just <laughs> recording himself performing, which is yes. great. <laughs> just as more do you need? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's no. Well, it's nice to see that side. Like I don't know anything, and I I'm actually not the greatest interviewer when it comes to um, like technical audio gear and production. Um, but I see you've got a Bose little Bose unit there and an Electrum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of a lot of stuff to help me out with that. Uh particular performance yeah um, so let's talk about the mix you know like the the songs you chose to present at this event particular for example yeah well um they were all just stuff that i had been working on for the last couple of like well i mean there was stuff that was like you know really new like from the last couple of weeks couple of months then there was some older stuff that i had actually made on my computer and i just said you know this would be um this would be good for this type of set and so i sort yeah. of just moved all the ideas onto the gear and all of that and um and uh it was um it's it's not as easy as doing a dj set i don't think because you have to sort of plan it ahead of time right. you have to mm. set everything up um 
it was a bit of a pain, but it, I think it turned out really well. Um, just like setting up the, the, the different banks and whatnot. Yeah, because I couldn't. You have to like set up transitions manually, and so you have to sort of work that way. Whereas with the DJ controller, you can sort of just do it on the fly. Um, I would have preferred to do that, but I think the way it worked out was pretty was pretty fun. And that was all those songs were all original, um, brand new stuff. So I was I was really happy to to do an all original set because that I mean I've never done that before. Yeah. Oh shit. Well, you pulled it off really well. Thank you. For sure. It's it is so fucking groovy, man. You just get right into it. It's like it absorbs you. You can just ride the groove, ride the lightning. You can imagine now. Yeah. I thought this was future funk. <laughs> yeah. Um, Metallica. Uh, gosh, I mean, where do I even begin with the, the technical aspect of it? It's hard to explain. Um, but I mean, it, it's like I felt uh, the reason that I I, started, I moved to that sort of medium for like mm-hmm. live playing and making music was because like a year before, like maybe like half of 2020 i felt like really frustrated in my daw um making music i i I, it's hard to explain it's like um it's like i felt like i was hitting the ceiling of what i could do in in a software environment i felt like because i could do so much in software i felt like i had all the options i could possibly need and i was sort of having um, what is it? The overload of choices yeah. for things. And so I felt like if I could move myself into an area where I'm limiting my creative choices and I could, um, I had less technical options, you know, less instruments to choose from, less places to put sounds and samples that I could uh, speed up my workflow and make it more creative. And it, I think it turned out really well. Nice, man. No, it's, it's really cool to to see that come out that way where you get to actually explore using a new challenge and limitation, you know, especially with yeah. all new material. Uh, was that, yeah, that was the thing. Yeah. Was that practiced in any way or the, the set? Yeah. Oh yeah. Big time. I mean, yeah. With, with the nature of the transitions and all, I sort of had to know where to do when as I went, but the the main sort of uh, performance aspect was in the tracks themselves and deciding on the fly, you know, when to mute the kick drum, when to bring in the vocals, when to how to sequence the song to make mm-hmm. it more exciting. Um, that was really the performance aspect for me. Yes, I got you. Well, great, everyone. Please, uh, listeners, check out the set. We'll have it up on YouTube. It's just, it's a such a great ride, man. I don't know. Uh, Thank you. I love it. I mean, it, it's something sure. that you just, just that you just agree to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It just keeps, it's a good keeps it going. It was refreshing. I mean, hearing an all groovy house set, like, like kind I, of a 90s house set. I was going to say oh, house, man. but I didn't want to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very house. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. It was. And yeah, my goal was to make it very authentic, you know, Harkening back to those, you know, classic French house, you know, Thomas Bengalter tracks and stuff like that. That's yeah, that's um, beautiful. And um, I feel like in searching for that authenticity, 
even if I didn't quite get it, I found something that was my own and interesting oh. and unique. So I, I felt pretty good about it. Stream one of these nights by Cobalt Road. <laughs> Stream that song. <laughs> so the, it was all new material. Um, so what's the best way for people to kind of get their hands on it? Just check out well, the set for now? Or, or <laughs> yeah, check out the set for now. Um, yeah. uh, I mean, given that I was, it was all out in the set and it's all pretty much there, I mean, it's not going to be long before I have, you know, actual ready recordings to go. Just keep an eye out. Nice. And what's the best place to keep an eye out? Um, it's a good question. Um, <laughs> the internet. That's <laughs> a good question. Google it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Spotify is, is good, but honestly, I For mean, sure. SoundCloud and Bandcamp, I mean, that's sort of what I've been on forever. And uh, I mean, if something doesn't get on Spotify, it will definitely get on SoundCloud and Bandcamp. All right, we'll check out Cobalt Road on Spotify and cobaltroad.bandcamp.com. That's right. And also on Twitter, Cobalt underscore Road, right? Uh, yeah, that's right. Okay, cool. Thank you. No problem, man. Thank you for being a part of this this disco family forever. And ever. <laughs> and ever. Oh, did you? Next one's end. Did, did we say family? <laughs> uh, we meant Colt. Yeah. <laughs> well, we like to think of it Please as a family. Us. Yeah. We we, we think uh, of ourselves. We've got drinks. <laughs> I mean, we got the Capri Suns in the back, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you seen a Utopia District inverted triangle? <laughs> it's a it's a pyramid scheme to sell juice there. No, no, you saw the the martini all hell breaks loops designed at the beginning and end of each set, right? That's that's the drink. That's the that's the drink right there, guys. Duck sauce mesmerized. It's the Alu Martini. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I like it. I'll have two. <laughs> With an umbrella. Martinis don't have umbrellas, I guess. Not yet. These oh, these martinis do. And flamingo uh Good. straws. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Cobalt Road, so much. Uh, once again, my friend. Thank you. Um, next up, we'll move to Strawberry Station. Hello. Hello. How are you? Uh, let's, let's talk about your set a little bit, my dude. Yeah. What do you want to know? <laughs> um, let's just start. Let's start off with the track list, like Future Funk t- uh, 2021. Congratulations on the 100,000 listens. Hey. Thank you. Yeah, someone took notice. The algorithm was kind to me by mentioning the year and the genre. I put me top of that Spotify playlist. So, yeah, thanks. Ah, genius. Gods. Yeah, it totally wasn't pre-planned or anything. No, <laughs> <laughs> no to be fair, it was, it, it was great. Like, you know, thank you to everybody that streamed it and uh, keep streaming. It buys keep, me beer. Keep on streaming. Keep on streaming. <laughs> It's great. Yeah, no, no, I can't. I can't. I, I, considering like this time last year, I was getting like what, like I was looking to get like a thousand plays on a song on Spotify, like to get a hundred thousand, just insane. So, mm-hmm. Thank you for that exponential growth. Like it's it's going to the moon right now because that's the end thing for people to say, isn't it? So, you also work your ass yeah. off, man. Your Patreon is next level. Your Discord is packed as hell. 
God, we were talking about exciting. Cult. We were talking about religions and cults. Yeah, yeah the, cult, the cult of strawberry is going from strength to strength. I'm like three steps from becoming a genuine messiah at this point. It's great. <laughs> Your Discord's called the Strawberry Station, right? Yes, yes, it is the Strawberry Station. Yes, genius. God, yeah. me an invite. <laughs> Yeah. Is it is it patrons I'm only? I'm going to refer to it as strawberry salvation. I can't wait to buy a train and actually like have a strawberry station. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the next level. Yeah. Is it patrons oh. only? Uh, the the, the un, unless I really like you, <laughs> in which case I might extend it all the way. Yeah, it's, no, hey, hey, hey Straub, hey Straub, you like me, right? Bro, you've got your own fan service Discord. <laughs> you don't need to come into my. <laughs> No, to be fair, I, I will invite a couple of people in. I'm kind of like trickling through my friends at the moment, like one by one. So nobody's like, oh, you're just inviting anyone in kind of thing. It was, originally just, list, wow. it, was originally, it was originally just for anybody that was interested. But like when I started the Discord, like, um, <laughs> sorry, the Patreon, I, I, I decided to like lock it out and make it a perk for patrons. You know, so it, it is cool because it gives me a place to kind of like talk to them like one on one and uh, you know, I've, I've I've actually made some genuine friends through the Patreon thing. Now, so uh, for sure, yeah, yeah. So it's it's fun. I like that community involvement and that kind of like connection with fans. I guess That's crazy. But it's it's literally just like a circle of friends. They just happen to pay me money every month. <laughs> <laughs> Pain to be your friend. Again, that's what, that's, what, that's what every cult says, isn't it? Like you're, not, you're not a customer. You're, you're a brother. <laughs> right. <clears throat> so, yeah, the set, uh, it was a blast to edit. Thank you, uh, Pernoco, for lending me hand. That was that was very, very helpful. Uh, you did most of the work. Uh, thanks for letting me participate. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> you know... Uh, the you put on that set. Yeah, it, it it really made it pop. Like for a lot of those things, I was like, ah, I need another layer here. But you know, I've got the whole event to do, so I don't have. I already put like twenty to thirty hours into it, you know. So, um, just having that stuff, just those assets, and being able to work them into basically every single song, uh, just just really added that nice touch, nice flavor. And that, that set was probably the one I worked the hardest on out of them. Because I can't disappoint my boy. Yeah, it was a great set. <laughs> Did like you even before a... you added my stuff. So. Yeah, thank you, man. Yeah, that, that was a hell, hell of a lot of fun, I will say. Please check it out. Did you have a clothes rack, like, right out of frame? Uh, I literally just had all of the clothes that I was considering wearing on the floor, but like midway through that set, I decided I wanted to like go more ham. So I was like, some of the costume changes like took one song longer than they were supposed to because I was literally just like rummaging through my drawer that was just out of set. I think I counted nine and a half costume changes because I don't really count like putting a scarf on as a costume change. Yeah, <laughs> it was a half. Yeah, it was not one <laughs> Oh yeah, can I just say, uh, Strawberry, I was watching the show with a friend, she really liked your costumes. <laughs> <laughs> they were dope. The, the closest <laughs> I came to a genuine costume was, well, probably when I did Mare's song, like, well, okay, my song that was trying to sound like Mare, so I decided to dress as a freaking rabbit. And then there was the one with the SSX Tricky song, where I... <laughs> I, uh, that was so the hardest. Gen genuinely, that was the thing that took the most effort for that preparation was making that snowboard out of cardboard. 
That's that was cardboard snowboard. Oh my yeah, God, it, it doesn't look like a snowboard when you look at it, but on camera it looks fine. It kind of looks like. Yeah, that was a skateboard or like a kid snowboard. A, s- a snow skate is what I thought it was. Snow skate. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, it looks good enough. It looks like the little ones they use on SSX Tricky, like the fun ones that make it easy to do tricks. Yeah. And what and did you on write the- on it again? Oh, Funk- it's hard to read. It's hard to read, but it says Funk to 2020. Funk to 2020. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was so fun, man. Uh, and the notes that you, you gave me for each set, like from there, like, okay, go bunnies with this one's like, obviously. Yeah, let's go bunnies. Bunnies, I wasn't expecting right? to throw the freaking five nights at Freddy's out there, but I mean, fair play. It worked, you know? No, the <laughs> thing I used at the, the very beginning, that dancing rabbit with the, the spotlights. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god, I know what you guys are talking about. Dude, it was, was great. Cool. I was down, I was eating dinner and then I came back <laughs> and yeah, I caught back. like the I caught like the end of that. I was like, what? I was like, where the hell is there? It's still eating his dinner. Oh my god. This is No, but I came back like a, I came back like a minute after. Yeah. <laughs> I, to be fair, I was in bed by the time your set went on, but I did see part of it. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? Karma. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was great fun. Yeah, that's fair, though. That's fair. I just like to make people dance in my edits. That's, like, number one thing I, I like to, to play with, I think. Good. Dancing that's people. It was, it was vibing. I don't think there was a single trap where I was like, oh, he's chosen the wrong footage for this one. No, everything worked out. Even the, the one you did for the Final Choice song where you just like got those two girls like dancing to it, that was so on point. It was awesome. <laughs> oh, like, the K-pop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like the K-pop girl. <laughs> yeah, was, that was dope. Perfectly. Like, all their moves seemed to be in sync with the music. It was just like, yeah. yeah. Thank you, thank you. I feel yeah, like that's yeah. the filmmaker in me coming out. Yeah. I don't know. It's that extra do. step that we love you for, Andy. The community <laughs> needs more of it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I agree. Well, hope that's another thing ED and I wanted to do with this event. It was like, yo, well, first of all, we were like, man, it sucks that we didn't get to do essential, right? Oh, how, yeah. how can we make up it's for that? Flamingo yeah. Fest was its own thing, but it didn't have like any, any or many of the original essential artists or the ones that were going to be on the second one. So uh, to, to make up for that, we were like, yeah, let's do that. And part of throwing those events is uh, the meeting people, the inspiring people, the getting people to try it for their own, mm. uh, try their hand at it, you know, whether it's visuals or music or putting on a show. So, um, yeah, man, thank you. It was a lot yeah, of fun. Really has been awesome, hasn't it? Yeah, I'd speak, can you speak into the microphone a bit more straight? Oh, sleep is here. Thank you. Oh, so we got sleep pattern in the house. Perfect, perfect timing. Just before we move on, though, I want to talk about your new song, Strawberry, um, Time to Myself. Yeah. Oh man, I've been sitting on that since like November, man. I was I was just goofing around. I think it was it was, it was shortly after I'd finished like prepping the rhythm in my soul vinyl for uh, Corrospects, uh, the yeah. single going. And uh, I was playing around with the project file for that. Obviously, the song came out. Of it. I was just like, still ah. available on Corrospects. Still available. Yeah, yeah. We 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 just press, we just we're just in the process of pressing like the final pressing copies now. So plug plug plug. Support Alan. Um, 
but yeah, the, the that song has been done since like November, and I've been wanting to like play it at a show, but the opportunity hasn't really arised. And <laughs> I was hyping on it because I'm, I'm like, I've been goofing around with like vocoders and stuff. And, uh, yeah, it was it was just sweet. It's one of those songs like you know. It's so wait, that wasn't track. a sample. What the, the vocoder wasn't. No, that, that was, no, that was me. I gotta use it. Oh hey. damn, that's vocoder. Sweet, bro. That was really, really well done. Holy shit! <laughs> no, the, the no, the sample was the Michael Jackson chant from "Wanna Be Starting Something," which is why it's only for patrons and live yeah. shows. I couldn't possibly get away with like putting that out for like general sale or anything. But that's why I've been waiting so long to like drop it in a show because like yeah, it, it's a jam. I'm hoping to eventually like get like those like Michael Jackson chants replaced with like some like someone else singing something. You know, I'd like to. I think on my wish list to be folks like Jade Sadiva, Fawn, maybe Indie Warning, Advent, like Indie Advent. If you want to, if you want to do some of your screamo shit <laughs> instead. <laughs> Yeah. Myself, I gotta use it. Disrespect <laughs> your surround. Yeah. I can sing too, bro. And it's like we'll do an edited version with like different stuff for like a new album and stuff. I mean, I'm yeah, slowly no building. Pressure, bro. I'm slowly building songs for like a new full album. Mm-hmm. But, but that that mix is up for patrons now. So yeah. Yeah. So, Awesome. It was great to get out there. I'm glad people were liked with it. Yes, check out the Patreon, everyone. Strawberry Station Patreon. Just Google Patreon. it. Patreon.com slash Strawberry Station. And Twitter, Patreon. Spotify. Yeah. Give it a and shot. It's, it's some good it's, stuff. It's all good. It's all good. Like I said, we're building that Messiah complex as we speak. So. <laughs> <laughs> and one more shout out to Pronoco. Thank you again. The visuals yeah, again were so good. Uh, like th- to add into t- time to myself, just one example: the spinning mm-hmm. strawberries and text. It really helped uh, drive that like extra sense of visual motion to be the crescendo of the set, which it oh was. God, I lost count of how many animes there were in that man. Like, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. At least a complete other end of the spectrum. Can you get a tally like, real quick, please? I get the twentieth one. I was like, "There's too many waifus here. I can't." can't Super cut. <laughs> yeah, that last song was killer. I really, really enjoyed it. Thank you, thank you. Check it out. Yeah, All fun. right, so thank you, Strawberry. Um, you know, you're the best. Uh, I love you, and you need to come to my apartment more. You heard it here. I'm the best. And stream. And <laughs> 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 Uh, I love you. Thank I you. win. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, next up, we have Rhodes, Rodosu, and Sleep Pattern, who happens to be joining us. Thank you, my friend. What's Hello. up? Hey. Mr. Sleepyhead. Uh, How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing all right. Uh, dealing with the snow and then the lack of snow and family being swamped in texas and yeah that's oh, crazy no. man you know life life just doesn't know when to shut up yeah <laughs> yeah um you know just on that i guess we should take a second and hope everyone out there everyone listening you know, your families are doing okay condolences to if anyone's had anything any 
tragedy or accident or something. Um, yeah, it's fucking crazy. Hopefully this is certainly a, something to be avoided in the future and we can be proactive about it. You know, like, <laughs> how does that happen? Right. Not to get into it, like infrastructure details and whatever policy, but yeah, hope everyone's oh, yeah, doing good out there. It's a weird thing all around. Yeah, exactly. But yes, your visuals for roads. Uh, man, that was like such a treat to get a submission from roads. I know a lot of people were wondering, like, what is a road set going to be like? You know, especially his first, right? Vaporwave visuals. Yeah, yeah. I think it is his first. Mm -hmm. At least his first online. That's what I heard, yeah. Yeah, I was taken aback. Solid stuff. Yeah, it's like he's probably my favorite future funk producer now. I love that. I love I love EV or Ev, you know, Fiber. I love everyone, of course. Um, but just that that thick that thickness, it's just it's so good. It's got that original feeling to it, yeah. you know not so future funky and I, while listening to ev because he had one of the songs in the, the event and Rhodes, uh i was just wondering do you guys have if you were to pick one instrument that was to define the sound of future funk what would it be it would there even be one i mean i would it it could be it, I'm I wouldn't even say it was an instrument, but say something like plate reverb, is mm -hmm. instrumental. Vengeance to future funk Vengeance. as it goes. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, man. That that well, that's totally uh, Unibeats like uh, style with with the with the reverb. Um, I mean, as far as like instruments, man. If there's something like when I started listening to uh, like future funk and stuff, one thing that was like really big to hear was like those brass sections, like the trumpets and yes. stuff. Yes. Like I always thought that was like a really cool part in, in the unique aspect. In yeah. Yeah. Interesting. That's cool. Yeah. But, you're, uh, well, you're absolutely right. It's, uh, mm -hmm. it's special. And I think about, I, I listen to ska a lot. I was just thinking about that today. Not that future funk has any resemblance to ska, but it does have that sort of uplifting, uh, sense when those, really unique instruments come in yeah oh yeah and i'm i'm sorry to butt in here i'm a oh. huge ska fan so oh so i can definitely see the uh similarities just there's just a feel some music like reggae and ska just has that feeling you know like nothing else like it does in mm -hmm. future funk just has that uplifting grooviness you know it's the groove it's yeah it's that groove yo um for me it's the bass that slapping bass, like just listening to Rhodes, like it really, uh, I had like a reality check. I was like, whoa, okay, this is what it is. At least maybe for Rhodes or for this set, maybe just Future Funk. I know bass is huge, right? But it's obviously all the, all the instruments. I just thought that was a little neat thought experiment. But yeah, so your you know Rhodes isn't here, so we can't really talk about his approach to his set. But let's talk That's about the, the visuals. Part. 
Yeah, the visuals too. Don't be modest. Uh, <laughs> that this was some cool ass shit. The source footage, like the the, the Japanese the films, you know. Um, yeah, it was a uh, karaoke tape. Karaoke tape. Oh, cool. Yeah. So all of the that characters that were showing up were the lyrics to a song that was playing that the video was was set to. Oh, that's sick, man. Oh, that's so cool. I thought like it, you may have added them in as another layer. Um, oh no! Like it's like when I was visiting Japan a couple of years ago um, at a flea market, I actually ended up finding a box of vhs tapes well and i i don't yeah. know japanese i just know all of them were labeled so i've got uh a couple tapes that were really weird pov shots of uh like the the bullet train from from the conductor's viewpoint yeah that was so and cool then, uh like two or three karaoke tapes where it's like six hours of just karaoke dope yeah, it, it, was, it was really neat source material, like to see footage of the people in the bar and the yachts and all this like high life kind of city pop style imagery. Kind of feel to it, yeah. Yeah, but I really super like de- degraded. Like Sorry, go ahead. People in like the markets just like, you know, just like doing regular stuff, but you know, like buying goods and things. I don't know. It was really cool. Yeah. And I, I thought it just kind of went with the music to a degree. It does. Um, it does. It, it has a surreal aspect to it. Like yes. when you see the ghosting and sort of the, the, the distortion like here and there. I think that goes really well with uh, Rhodes' set. Yeah, I just wanted it to be kind of dreamy. It, it had so. a nice blending flow to it. Very dreamy, yes. Mm. Very atmospheric. but But not just scenery footage and and space footage you know just this slow motion like actually interesting character interactions sometimes and and whatnot so yeah it was really really cool yeah feedback work was really nice yeah (laughs) you've you've got to have one or two good things in your tool set and feedback is definitely (laughs) something i'm proud of it it can be hard to do at some it's really easy to have a heavy hand with it, and yeah. I think you did a good job. Yeah, to get that right, that perfect amount, not too much. Oh yeah, because it can get a little, little distressed, um, as yeah. you, uh, as you can see from some of my other examples of work, where it's just splotches of color. <laughs> <laughs> and don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I had a track in my set where I decided to just, uh, well hopefully not give anyone a seizure um, <laughs> but yeah you sometimes just want to go balls to the wall it's fun it's fun as hell right like you said though just keep the keep the frame rate below 160 pulses <laughs> i actually forgot to put a notice at the beginning of this event usually i do <laughs> no girls allowed <laughs> <laughs> he man woman haters club um yeah, man. So please uh, check out this set. It'll be on YouTube. Give Rhodes a follow. Check out his music and Sleep Pattern. Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at instagram.com uh, slash sleep pattern. You can find me on 
Twitter at sleep pattern underscore AV. And you can find me on Vimeo as well at Vimeo.com slash sleep pattern. Nice. Vimeo. And you have some, Whoa. some sample materials on there, like more f- like f- longer filmy stuff compared to the Instagram yeah, for, uh, for the Vimeo. I, I've basically just moved away from YouTube. Oh, so all of my streams are up there. All of my shorthand work, longhand work, uh, just video doodles. Everything is on Vimeo. And how do you find the experience compared to YouTube? Uh, it's better. It's more fun, more easy. Um, I can drag and drop a, a friggin' seven gig folder and it'll upload all of the videos in sequence and say, Hey, what do you need to title these? What do you want to do with them? Let's nice. do this. Yeah. And it's just ready to go. And that's a paid service, right? Uh, there's tiers. So the free service is like you can only upload a gig a week. And then the first pay service tier is like you can upload five gigs a, a week. That's pretty low. Like one event is 30 gigs usually. I would say. In your realm, that's that's a that's low. Yeah. <laughs> for, for, me, for me, a set is 1.2 gigs. Yeah. So it yeah. it it's my niche in that realm, but I could definitely see how you know trying to to push an archive for Utopia District it it wouldn't be that fruitful. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just curious for our listeners as well. Like, what is the motivation to leave YouTube, for example? What are the benefits, you know? Um... Oh, uh, it's it, it seems to not be as much of a uh, copyright hellhole, <laughs> if I'm going to be nice about it. Um, with yeah. a lot of my footage, uh, I use VHS tapes. So 90% of this stuff is copyrighted somewhere. Well, I have a public domain anime tape that some company in Spain has decided to copyright claim so that now no one in South America can view the stream. Mm-hmm. Like that, that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And so with Vimeo, I, I haven't been hit with those kinds of things because my work is transformative and they have people doing the checks, not algorithms. I got you. That is a a great soundbite, actually. We're going to put that one on the Instagram. Thank you. (laughs) It's so true. Uh, You know, I was just, what was I doing yesterday? But it's like, this is fucking, we're sick and tired of all this pop music being shut down, shoved down our throats. We're saying, fuck it. Let us make our own versions of it and fuck with it. Right? Like... So it's but nice. it's my sample because it, I produced the song. So no, you're not allowed. <laughs> well, Vimeo doesn't seem to mind, so I may be allowed. Okay. Yep. Well, and that's really prime motivation there. Yeah, that's you have to transform the piece. That's at the at the end, well, the end of the day. Than... I I wouldn't be upset if they were to just claim because I, I have heard they do claim some stuff and it can be interesting over there, but. Generally, it's a better time, yeah. So for anyone uh, looking to, you know, fight the boss, I guess you could say. (laughs) It's a better expression for that. Stick it to the man. We'll do that. 
we'll do, do that one. Check it out. Also, archive.org is nice. I'll probably be putting uh, Disco Forever up there. I'm deciding after this podcast, actually. We're going to put it on YouTube and see what happens. Individual sets will be on YouTube, but the full event with the chat, like all that, I want to archive it in time as well. So mm, Yeah, the chat. Can't forget the chat. I got to have that chat. <laughs> all right. Um, anything else you want to add there, Sleep Pattern? No. I mean, I had a great time working with everybody, and it was a blast of a show. I feel bad for you if you weren't there. <laughs> yeah, you guys, a bunch of suckers. <laughs> we did all kinds of announcements. You should have been there. But it's okay. Don't worry about it. We got more. We got we got Disco Forever 2 coming someday. And lots more Utopia Districts events on the way as well, as you can imagine. Next up, we have Moray Bender. Oh, I got it. That's me. Yes. I got it right, baby. What's up? Thank you. You did visuals for Future Funk Monthly, and they were super Mortal Kombat. Uh, and there's a new Mortal it. Kombat movie coming out, right? Yes, there is. I I only heard of it today. Is that does that influence your your Uh, choice at all? uh, I mean, I heard that beat and I was like, "This is a Mortal Kombat beat!" Like instantly. Um, I mean, working on the set, you know. uh, I mean, I I just made a bunch of notes working on the set, and uh, like eventually, once I looked at my notes, I'm like. These are such a joke that I should just be extremely literal with this set yeah. and find the closest thing to that actual note that I have right. in my tape. Um, and uh, so, like, for, for that one, it's just straight. It sounded like Mortal Kombat, so I went for it. Uh, then what was after that? Um, well, I got to say, so, your uh, visuals are just, they're mystifying, <laughs> dude. Hmm. It's so um, gritty. They were, yeah, yeah. When, it was really gritty, especially because of the capture card that I used. It's just an Elgato. Um, it's what everybody uses for their N64 captures or whatever. Um, I mean, if you got something better, then you'd use that for sure. But it's just definitely nothing nothing to write home about. Um, and then when I actually get uh, better quality is when I record uh, this really good monitor that I have with my phone. And my phone takes roughly 4K video, I think. I don't know. It's an iPhone 10, but like as as much as I do like with my video shit, my my final output stuff is not quite there yet. You know, that's the the, the actual money and tech side of things that I need to uh, still level up on. I definitely focus just a lot more on uh, experimentation and just like making weird shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I mean, the set that they gave me just sounded like portal hopping through a bunch of different, uh, vibes or realms. So I just made the set visuals like that. And I made it like, you know, I used the five tapes that I had, uh, to make it really feel like it was like portal hopping from one to the other. And when you say tapes, so you're actually using VHS as well? Yeah. Yeah. I got two VCRs, uh, as part of my analog rig. I've got, I was using three video mixers, um, a document cam, uh, two TVs, uh, like a camcorder, um, two scalers, um, 
the patterns come from uh, like a Moray program that I use. And uh, so, I mean, I basically just slam all these elements together in the video mixers and, and just make it sort of like segue from one element to the other. Very uh, VJ style, but mm. like old style. Well, like. well it, it fits like uh, this kind of set, this kind of event really well because, you know, the artists are just mixing songs together. Yeah, definitely. Uh, for the DJ set vibe, uh, visuals like this definitely work. And I mean, before the pandemic, I was doing uh, a lot of shows that were, it was either bands or like electronic stuff. So I'd be doing DJ sets for like, you know, God knows how many hours. Uh, and like, if I'm doing the whole show, I'm there for like a solid, like six hours, six, yeah. eight hours, like just, just, you know, and so I'll bring like literally a whole bag of tapes with me and like, just go, you know, tape, 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 and just like bounce around and, and just throw different elements together all night. Pretty much. That's wild, man. Doing live. That's like, do, do you have a sort of rig that you carry your, your VCRs yeah, around in and all that? It's, uh, it's all these pieces, right? So I have to set it up in each place, you know, wherever the venue is and whatnot. And space is yeah. definitely an issue. Uh, <laughs> so I bring my six yeah. foot folding table with me. And I like, once I'm done setting up my shit, there is no space on that table, like left. Um, and then I take a second folding table, right? Real professional. And I stick it on top of that folding table. And on top of that folding table, I sit <laughs> two crates and point my projectors from on top of that table. Damn. It's a real, real <laughs> janky, but like, you know, it's DIY. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's so cool. And it comes out with such a great result as well. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's all in the name of fun, you know? Um, and that's definitely what I went for with the set. Just fun. I like, so I threw, I threw the Mars attacks in there. Mars attacks. The, yeah. That's it. what it was. Uh, I threw the Richard Simmons tape, uh, yeah, with the people dancing working out. Um, and that one's great for every, pretty much anything with a dance beat, dude. Like for some reason that tape is always on beat. <laughs> and I don't know if anybody was really like paying attention to that hard, but those claps that they were doing were on beat, and I didn't do that. I just, I just hit play, and it did it. Yeah. yeah well, so I gotta find out what B BPM that Richard Simmons tape is because that's that's yeah. the sweet spot, right? <laughs> all the DJ sets. It's amazing how easily like a visual image just matches up. Like our brain just puts it together, even, is, even if it doesn't. Yeah. Your brain is a, a pattern recognition machine, so yeah. like. If there's a gap that it can bridge easily enough to make yeah. the pattern make sense, it'll just do it. I remember being really fucked on LSD one time and uh, <laughs> you, looking at electric sheep <laughs> and swearing to God oh, that it was syncing somehow oh, with music. <laughs> Obviously, it's yeah. not, but yeah, like it's really amazing. Yeah, electric sheep. Is it nineties or is it? I, I think it is 90s. It's like OG computer visuals with algorithms and shit. What is? Uh, electric sheep. Oh, yeah. They make all that stuff. Yeah. Like math algorithms that are just like running formulas of sine waves, but they're just like flying all over the screen, basically. Yeah, basically. It's a beautiful screensaver. Check it out, y'all. <laughs> um, and then you had... Uh, oh, so when you do your your visual manipulation, like sometimes there's not footage there. It's just shapes and whatnot. So that's just straight video yeah. mixers, right? Uh, well, so 
I was also using uh, a piece of glass in there, oh. rotating. Uh, so that was also in front of my document cam. Wow. Um, and when I say document cam, I mean like, you know, like teachers would like, like, so there's overhead projectors, right? But there's document cams that are like literally a camera that like a teacher will put the worksheet under and it shows it on the screen in front of the class. Yeah, and just write I use on that. it and whatnot. Like glass pieces, reflective materials. Like uh, I'll point that at another TV and do feedback with it. Like super clear. Damn man, I would love to see some photos or like a little how like behind the scenes kind of video. Yeah, honestly, the, the rig setups that you see when you you know check out a visual artist setup is just like what is going on here. Like there's I love it. All this stuff. I see. You know Dance, uh, the Booty Wizard. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> he did Pad's Pad Chennington set at Flamingo Fest. Oh wow! Yeah, it was dope. It was super super trippy. Um, yeah, his he posts some pics of his stuff all the time. He's got six VCRs stacked. It's pretty wild. <laughs> I'd have more if they didn't keep breaking on me. That's yeah, man. Those belts. And I gotta get the head clear. Thing. yeah well awesome man thank you for the insight into that uh into your yeah, for process me. it was definitely a super super fun stream to be a part of and i'm glad like everything was like so different you know and so i'm glad when i come in here and it's like cool like i'm i'm doing something different from what i'm seeing other people do even if i'm seeing like other analog stuff like we're all doing different shit, which is really cool. Yeah exactly and i think we're starting to a lot of tune in to exactly like what makes the different analog sets different you know mm -hmm. like some are more interlaced there's just the comparisons go on and on but uh yeah man thank you thank you so much for lending a hand and being a part of the family yeah dude thanks for having me shame future funk monthly couldn't be here but their selection of tracks is always on point you can check them out Fire too at futurefunkmonthly.bandcamp.com. He releases, well, actually, uh, the project will be on hold, I believe, for the time being, but uh, there's plenty to pl and plenty to dig through all the way going back to 2016. I think February 2016 mm -hmm. was his first release, and he's done one every month since then. And it, it's a compilation of all, uh, he would say, are the Maybe not the best, but Future Funk songs that came out that month that he wanted to highlight. It's usually like an hour-long mix. So check it out. Very good stuff. Yeah. And next up, we've got... Uh, does anyone have any comments or anything before we move on? Future Funk Monthly. You'll still see him in the community, but yeah, he decided to uh, end that project. But he's still going to do live sets, which is great, because that, that man... He's a true. He's, he's a treasure. But he's um he, he a lot of us have a lot from him to thank for like uh, getting our names out there. You know his mixes. We shouldn't underestimate like how important they have been for like introducing new artists and stuff. You know he he, he was combing that subreddit and SoundCloud yeah. and all sorts to find you know uh, people. I definitely got a leg up from him when I was first on. Nice. As well, so I can't thank Andrew enough for the mixes that he's put out. And we mentioned Future Funk 2021 earlier. It's uh, more so than the Spotify thing that happened. 
being first on that list on that final mix that he did, I, I consider that even more of an honor because Andrew is an absolute OG and yeah, he's mm, done a hell of a yeah. lot for this scene. He plays so. great. He, he yeah, plays great thank guitar you, too. Thank you. You might have heard yeah, him in he some does. tracks. He was he was like, yeah, he was awesome. He was awesome to hang around. With <laughs> yeah, I love his show. Brother. I had a great time with him. He knows uh, how to party. Oh, he does. That's for Absolutely. sure. He, yeah. uh, we hanged out with him in Essential and even Electronicon. Yep. And uh-huh. man, he thought he is a total blast to hang out with. <laughs> He's definitely a character. I, I love that man. He is awesome. He actually let me stay over at his place for for mm-hmm. Halloween once, and I. Like I didn't, I never met this man before in my life, and he's just like, "Yeah, man, come on over." <laughs> hey, in Indy, Indy was nice. Indy. Indy did the same thing. <laughs> I did, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's whoa. So, yeah. man, a real stand-up guy. Yeah, hey. man, some wild stories with him. We're man, all but... stand-ups guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys are awesome. Ah, I love you. I love y'all, but uh, definitely Andrew Future Funk Monthly. I, I think he's a, a cornerstone. For the future mm-hmm. funk community, like like Strawberry said, you know, he he brought a lot of uh, new artists like out there. Like if it if it wasn't for him, I don't think a lot of new and up and coming artists would have been uh, would have been heard. And so, you know, he, he's mm-hmm. been around since like it's 2016. Man, I can't believe it's been that long. But yeah, five years. You know, five years, man. Yeah. And his presence um, is just is just so important, you know. I think Couldn't everybody, everybody in the community knows Future Funk Monthly. He's basically a household name, in my opinion. Hmm. Yeah, well, check him out if you haven't heard of him and dig through that catalog. There's a lot of great stuff. And um, we'll have another interview with him at some point, I'm sure. He's been on the Private Suite podcast a few times and uh, always down for a good chat. And all of you as well, you know, the show is always open. Um, okay, next up, moving on, we got Panic Pop, who cannot make it, unfortunately. Sorry, I was reading his message. Um, but so let's just talk about his set, always starting his sets with something (laughs) unique. (laughs) I was not expecting that. Yeah. That that threw me off, but in like such a great way. I was like, "Oh yes, <laughs> now, now we're talking." Get that hype going. Disco out. two, disco three, just dropped. Yeah, <laughs> just metal. Yeah, yeah. So he he screamed along to a knocked loose song. If anyone knows those guys, pretty hard stuff. Pretty pretty great stuff. And then uh, did some wonderful commentary introduction and and whatnot and thanking community and and all that and then an amazing amazing future funk set he's like such a good dj um you know getting to see him at essential uh i've started to actually listen to his stuff and it's certainly like on another level i would say yeah Really great guy. Really good, man. Awesome dude. Yeah. I would say that too. Getting on Neon City too. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Five star. Oh, I mean, yeah, he deserved it because that album was great. Like I've been listening to it a lot recently. Yeah, five star. Uh, Yeah, those he he did. He did a few songs with. He did a song with Tokyo Wander, and I think Tokyo Wander did the mastering, and they just. Oh man, they nailed it. Such a great record. 
I wonder if there's a rate your music for that album. Is there? <laughs> there Come there on, yeah, at least. 5 on rate your music. Yeah, at least. It's at least a 2.5 on rate your music. If, if it's maybe how, how quickly they put stuff up. Five stars are bust. Great. <laughs> on rate on rate my music uh, level. That means it's good for if for everyone that's not in on the joke on the listening to this podcast. Rate your music is notorious for its low ratings. <laughs> Two point five <laughs> is a good score. Just for reference, just just so I don't because I don't I can't yeah. type out the forward for slash s vibes is like two point seven. So ju- just to show you what the benchmark is, yeah, <laughs> crazy. I didn't I didn't know I didn't, that. Wow. Yeah. On that I, don't I know keep a collection of music uh, reviews yeah. that are just like one-liners of the person shitting on the album. Usually, yeah, it's usually the same person, <laughs> like like very similar people. Um, yeah, it's people who have time to do that to go there and and write yeah. everything. That's what they like to do, bro, man. Yeah, that's all, that's on them, man. That's Some what they cool do. Cool people, I'm sure, drug. though, right? But not write reviews. That's like I got stuff to do. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So check out Panic Pops set um, in the the VOD or in the YouTube upload, and let the music speak for itself. And this. also such a charismatic, yeah, yes. guy so there. charismatic. I think him and and the group he's in Kauai Base, you know, they have some really really amazing um performers they're really good at performing live like i'll say panic pop and his and six stroke yep from kawaii Bay. they're yep. both like phenomenal uh live performers and it's they're definitely a big inspiration uh when it comes to like doing sort of live sets because they're they're the professionals in in my eyes yeah i think you can check out um because there was that awesome other future funk stream funk off 2020 Yes, and uh, mm-hmm. six stroke played there. I don't know if the is is there a vod up for that people can check out because that was some oh. dope shit, right? Yeah, that was that was straight up on New Year's Eve. Um, yeah, if, if it's on vod, I, th- I believe it'll be on uh, on Kauai base. Yeah, I just go- um, YouTubed it. It's there. Six yeah. stroke funk off twenty twenty. Check it out. It was fucking good super good man those guys are so good good god damn music all right thank you panic pop we shall move on to the big man himself my partner in crime on this whole goddamn thing ed electric dreams with carbon copy products on visuals who could not make it unfortunately so ed please yeah the floor is yours. So, the with with this set, I, I really wanted to to take take everyone back to just you know, back to the days when you know we were still able to go to clubs, you know, just you know, just that sensation of just like walking right, going right past the bouncer, walking into that dark hallway, and then just walking <laughs> straight into that open floor yeah. of just like darkness and just like bright lights and the fog machine. Um, and so I, I really wanted uh, this set to be just very high energy, very, um, very upbeat, but definitely something that you could, you can dance to. Oh um, yeah. 
so I did so I I switched things up. I didn't do anything strictly future funk. I of course I had to start off with uh, with a remix of the of the bomb by the Bucketheads because that song is an absolute classic. Yeah, that was a good choice, man. Uh, Watch Chef's Kiss, and then <laughs> top it off with some with a duck sauce, um, and then really the a lot of the songs that I played after was just sort of a lot of stuff that I remember, uh, you know, up down in clubs in Miami where it's more like a like a techno uh, deep house. Um, it it's just something that you know once you get moving, you just sort of like vibe to it. You just sort of like let that energy. Uh, a flow through you uh and i think mm -hmm. uh carbon copy did an amazing job uh with the visuals on that i love his work so much his it's so good i, I think he really he brings the the nostalgia to the uh to the sound that nostalgic aesthetic but he sort of adds that 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 extra like flavoring to mm -hmm. it so the one thing that I, I love that he did was sort of that added distortion um, to the VHS uh, tapes. And he even added that distortion to uh, my footage of me playing the, the set and sort of just those type of things and, and layering the, the visuals. Um, you know, I, I had a lot of people that said that they absolutely loved the visuals. So, you know, that, it's a big shout out to, to Carbon Copy for that. Absolutely. We'll link his YouTube channel in the description. He doesn't have any socials other than YouTube. He likes the videos to speak for themselves. Um, yeah, I remember it was funny meeting him. I commented on one of his videos a few months ago, like November maybe, right around when Utopia District was starting. I was like, yo, this is dope. I love your stuff. And then he messaged me and I was like, yo, man, you join the team, you know, check it out. And uh, he's fit in right since since that very moment. Yeah, he's definitely he's definitely perfect for for the Utopia District. He definitely he, fits into that, that I style, love, that flair. I, yeah, man, I love his work because as a filmmaker and editor, um, you know, I appreciate when people take the time to put the thoughtfulness into the actual cut, not just yeah. the, the source material, which is obviously, you know, maybe even more important. But for me, like storytelling is yes. always the, the most powerful thing, like how you tell the story. And you can sort of do that with editing in a music video or in a, in a, in a 30-minute music video. Um, and he's so thoughtful with his approach to, to everything. If you check out some of our YouTube videos, there's this one, um, Aphantasia 2000 something, uh, wait, yeah. Aphantasia 2000, new millennium nostalgia. He, uh -huh. he, like, I don't think I've seen a vaporwave video that transported me back to like the early nineties better than that shit. Yeah, uh, it's so good. So yeah, check check him out. Check out our YouTube. You know, we, his a lot of his works on there. And yeah, he he nailed the the visuals for your set, man. So much great yeah. source material and manipulation. And like you said, he has that touch that that storytelling aspect yeah. to it. Because I, I noticed that like as sort of the music changes style, right? As it changes tempo or 
you know the type of genre like the way he sort of transitioned the the visuals um there's a song that's that comes in that's like um that's from a mooney cat called forgotten love and it's a very like surrealish song which is like very heavy on the hi-hats and the way he does it is he he cranks up that uh distortion those uh those like vhs transitions to to 11 at that point and and so that that attention to detail that he has it, it's definitely noticeable yeah so i think so uh, yeah but um great pairing yeah man the the i don't know for for me the the whole inspiration like i said with with, with this set and with this music is just sort of you know looking back at and not just the the club experience but sort of just the live events that that we had in general you know th there's a certain energy that comes when when we were at uh, essential and uh, electronic on uh, i feel like I, I drew a lot of inspiration from from having to experience those uh irl events Mm -hmm. uh, and then just sort of trying to to uh you know put that that energy uh together in a in a set you know i think that was the biggest inspiration behind it mm -hmm. nice man mm. taking those experiences and injecting them into that that's really cool yeah yeah well awesome man thank you Thank you for the transparency. Um, and thank you again, of course, for being a part of this whole thing and helping me and actually being the reason this thing became something. You know, you birthed it into fruition once you chose a name, I think. And thank of you. course, approaching me in general and just being there, you know, like there's so many things uh that you, not one person can do right like having someone to split it all with is just it's a load off i gotta tell you <laughs> if, if there's anything um that there is to learn like these last couple of years it's just sort of doing anything around in um in music it's you know you, you can't do anything alone you know you you definitely yeah. gotta have uh, someone to, to, to have your back. And that's whether it's, you know, someone to, to mentor you in your, in your music production or someone to help you with like preparing a show, like you said, you know, a, a lot of those things are even like handling a label, you know, it's, it's stuff that you can't do by yourself that you mm -hmm. definitely need, um, a pair of, uh, definitely, you definitely need more than one, uh, brain, um, involved in these sort of, these sort of things, you know, at, at first, you know, at first it, it's easy to sort of come up with that lone wolf mentality, but as you sort of progress, um, you start to realize that, you know, you were never really alone the whole time, you know? Yeah, exactly. So. Um, uh, there's a fucking great lyric by bright eyes, a completely alone at a table of friends sort of thing you know room full yeah. of people that you can approach and get to know and they are your friends but you don't really engage or realize 
Yeah, and you know the the that was what was really nice about putting this whole show together because you know, a lot of the the, the artists, the, G, the DJs here are, are people that you know I've I've had the privilege to know personally. You know, uh, Discoholic, um, Rose Redoso, I've, I've worked with plenty of time, Future Funk Monthly, Panic Pop, Mare, Fiber. You know, I've, I've had a chance to, like, meet with these guys and, you know, go out and, you know, have a good time. So, you know, once you get to know these, know the, the people, you know, that's why when it came to putting together this show, it's like, hey, you know, let me give my, my friends a call, see if, you know, they want to... You know join in and that sort of stuff so i mean that's what i liked about this show it, it it felt more than a show it felt like you know a bunch of like friends just coming together and doing something really cool that's exactly what i was saying to one of my other friends who's trying to like get into the scene i was like we're just all friends like it makes it really easy in a way <laughs> that's like the, that's like the nice thing about this community yeah it's it's definitely more like it's very tight tightly knit yeah and you don't like oh, i'm not an artist you don't have to be an artist you know yeah i mean future funk monthly never made a he never made like a single future funk song yeah he, he did he, he he did the djing um and he's he's played guitars for several produce for several um several people like mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. but everyone loves him every everyone loves him i hope so <laughs> All right, we got to keep moving, keep chugging along. I don't want to keep everyone forever, but next up we have uh, Mare. Hell yeah, Mare. Hi. Hi. Uh, pleasure to have you. I don't know if you've played a live show before. Oh, yes. Oh, you did? <laughs> oh, yeah, you did at Wavepool, right? Yeah, that was right, fun. Uh, for for Waveful, Waveful was a little different though. For Waveful, what I did was I, I made like an alive twenty, uh, alive two thousand seven style kind of. I, I took all my tracks and I just remixed them, and I took all my oh. friends' tracks, and I remixed them, including Edie's. I ended yeah. a song with an ED track. I ended the set with an ED track, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would have done that here, but oh man, that took so much time. That was like <laughs> coming up with an entire album in, in like two months. <laughs> yeah, it's but, that's quite demanding. Yeah, but this yeah, one no, was a little different. Yeah, with the new album as well, just came out. Yeah, so I threw in some tracks from that, and uh, I just gotta say it was awesome working with uh discoholic getting that release ready and mm-hmm. uh yeah it was just i just wanted to share what i had working what, what i was working on on with this new set awesome well it was uh, very well received i think the chat was exploding like uh, i think a lot of people were excited for this <laughs> that's good hey, to you hear. Play, yeah you played some stuff from your new album too didn't you yeah, exactly, exactly. That's, yeah. that's what I, yeah. Now that um, I have you, baby. Sold out, but you can obviously get the digital on Montame. Yeah. Montame, yeah. Montame. Montame. Um, <laughs> Common mistake. It's all good. Um, actually, what I did for this set, <laughs> I, I felt like, I felt it was kind of funny. I put in, I actually, I actually took the name of the album from a song by uh, Demon, 
which actually Discoholic used a song from Demon in his set, which I <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> Demon being a French artist, French house artist, I'm really into. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Um, so I named the album after a song by Demon. Now that I have you, and then I actually put that song in my set, and I put the song that I for, from my album in the set too. So I don't know. I thought that was kind of, kind of just a funny thing. Yeah. Cool. Everything's linked. Exactly. <laughs> and you had a feature on that song as well, Tyler Keller. Oh, man. Yeah, that's... Uh, oh, so actually, <laughs> um, I, I, I was working on that song before the pandemic, right? And what that was, was that was a friend from college. Uh, we, I was just in the practice room. I was working on the song, whatever. And then he came in and he brought his guitar because I was in the college practice room, right? And he just started jamming. It was a, it was a colleague. And yeah. um, he just started jamming. He played that solo. And we pretty much just recorded it spontaneously, right? I was just like, oh, man, that's cool. I love that riff you just played right there. Can I record that? He was like, yeah. So that, that, that's what that was about. And it's just nice. It makes me really sad with this pandemic that we don't really have that anymore you know yeah that's what so. you're saying um when we were on voice chat uh the night of i don't know if you remember you're a little tipsy <laughs> I, I was actually i i had i had a little today too Excuse but me. i swear i don't do this every day <laughs> okay special occasion <laughs> i remember when i first saw you at essential you were uh you were zooted you were gone <laughs> Yeah, and I couldn't Absolutely. stop talking about the birds. Oh my god, oh. yes. Carrying that bass around. Oh, that was yeah, I, I still have that here. <laughs> it's it's right next to me. Couldn't have, couldn't have imagined it any other way. Don't feel sorry. It was great. <laughs> there's there's a picture somewhere of Mare pointing at a a paper a sign yep. that says twerking classes. Yep. <laughs> and that was the greatest thing ever. <laughs> Yeah, I have yeah. it. Oh, uh, yeah, I brought my camera along. I recorded everything. And took yeah. pictures. Oh, it was great. Yeah, your pictures are great. I still look at them. I still share them sometimes. Uh, Andy, I share your pictures. I, I, nope. I, yeah, you took some You took some really nice pictures of the essential. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those, uh, those are moments forever in time. For sure. Just go <laughs> oh, my buddy took some pictures, too. Yeah, your, your buddy took, like, a... Like, like profile pictures of uh, of everybody mm-hmm. in the in the squad. Yeah, oh, for the yeah, for the article. Good. That's right. Yeah, for the. Those are really good. Private suite article. So yeah. long ago now, feels it, like I, forever. Honestly, when I think of last year, I still think of 2019. Like yeah, last year. <laughs> yeah. 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 Last year I was at Essential. Yeah. If, no, if two years now. Every the day is the same. Day. It just makes the year non-memorable. I mean, it's just last year was. It was just insanely forgettable. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was just honestly. a blur. An absolute mm. blur. It's 2020 New Game Plus. Exactly. Right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just the 13th month, honestly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> New Game Plus. And yeah, so Mare, you're set <clears throat> and you're, you you did your own visuals as well. Yeah. I have a bunch of uh, videos I have downloaded. A bunch just- of cool stuff, yeah. Actually, I bought my gaming rig at. Oh, I was gonna say, God, it feels. 
it was before the pandemic started, which was like oh so long ago now. I was gonna say just recently, but yeah. So I got my gaming rig and I wanted to use it for something, you know. So I started uh, recording the games that I played. Like in this set, I used XS- SSX uh, three, and uh, that was just me recording my PS two emulator, and you know, it's just that kind of stuff. And I just. Uh, and in this in this set, I tried to break it up a little bit. I used some music videos. I put put those in my set, and you know, I just put stuff I I think looks cool. I love how it's personalized to the point where, like, if it was any other like artist playing, they would have like grabbed footage from like YouTube. But you pl- like every game you showed, <laughs> you played yourself, which is cool. Exactly, mm-hmm. it's your gameplay. Yeah, yeah, I know. You can tell because I'm really bad. <laughs> <clears throat> what was that game at the beginning was that race the sun uh no i have played that though I, that's a good idea maybe i should record race the sun that's a good idea write it down that and yeah. the, the truck one the same company makes the uh cluster oh, truck no oh no way no way Hold yeah <laughs> that's cool I, I i i'll definitely i'll definitely record that for a future set that's a good idea there you go, man. I got f- like five thousand Steam games, so I got I'm full of ideas, bro. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. If anyone wants the game, hit me up on Steam. Um, okay. Uh, anything you wanted to note about the set or any shoutouts? Uh, also, how do people follow you? And uh, let's we can talk about your Patreon in a little bit if you want. Um. Yeah, I have a Patreon. I upload a track a week. And if that sounds exhausting, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's also, it's also I don't know, forces me to make a song every week, which is good. Yeah. And um, soon you'll be amazing at drawing tales. T- <laughs> no, I won't. Be. Actually, my friend gifted me his drawing tablet recently because he wants Oh, to- yeah. All the people who do my album art, they're all like my friends. You know, so like they they want it. The person who did the latest cover art for me, he gifted me a drawing tablet. He's like, no way. Yeah, that's he, so he, nice of him. He gave me. I know he, it is. Yeah. Shout out to Starburbs. He gave me nice. his old drawing tablet. And, and he just like, here, learn to draw. It's like, OK, guess I have to now. <laughs> All right. So you, you asked me who I wanted to. Pl- you asked me what I wanted to plug. Please go yeah. follow Star Burbs on Twitter. How do you spell that? Star Burb and then Z. Burb. Okay. Burbs. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I love. I love all my friends. They're. 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 They're great. They're talented. Nice man. Well, thank hey, you. you guys. Aw. What a guy. <laughs> Thank you. And yes, uh, appreciate your involvement in the show, of course. Uh, Thanks for you know, inviting me. Of course, man. Dear, you know, anyone that sleeps over at my house gets a free show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, I'm so, I'm, I still feel bad for waking you up at 3 a.m. <laughs> I need to go pee. On a work day. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh, it man. was cool, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, you know I'm chill, man. Yeah, you were. Where's my free show? Uh, okay, so next up. We, oh, yeah, did you <laughs> shout out all the peeps you wanted to? 
Shout out to ED. Shout out to Discoholic. Shout out to Indie Strawberry Station. Go, go, go on. Actually, don't go on my Patreon. Go on Strawberry Station's Patreon. Oh, hell no. Go on Maz. It's cheaper. <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Next up, we have a fiber and all hell breaks loops. Thank you for sticking around, my dude. If he is. Nope. Indeed, no problem. still. Stick I'm here. Around. Yay. There you know what's funny? <laughs> I was trying to click it on like the meeting room like attendees list, but that does nothing. I have to click it on the bottom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just annoying. an indicator. Fun fact. Fun fact. Anyways, uh, I always uh, walk yeah, away from, from my uh, computer and have to like run back while I'm working and shit. I'm here. So I usually figure people are coming back. And now but, we're all present. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Please, please go ahead. Uh, so no, no Alex tonight, right? It's just no, me. sir. Okay. I'll shoot him another quick one, but I don't think okay. so. Okay. I'll just start. Uh, so then on this one, we started talking about like ideas and the creative direction was for space. So I was like, okay, cool. I, I can definitely do that. And then, um, uh, you know, timelines are tough. And so this one, I can't remember where we got it. It was after like the like formal deadline, um, you know, and there was like enough kind of wiggle room in there. So we didn't have a ton of time to flesh things out, but um, Alex was very uh, detailed with, um, I asked for um, the track actual name, like the, you know, like the track, track list of everything. Uh, and then also the transition times. So he was really, really meticulous with setting all that up. And um, so it makes it easier for me to kind of segment things and um so i sold space first and then later oh but it's okay you can do some like very wavy looking stuff or uh do some y2k stuff and so that was that was um you know like i usually kind of like open it up to like hey if you have any ideas like let me try and pull that off but like i can't promise everything but let's just you know give it a shot and so that was that and i was like oh i could definitely like work within that space so um we definitely kicked off with like a spacey sort of vibe um I, I, and with this one, I actually made the decision to not use everything um, outside because a lot of times when people do green screens, uh, just because of the setup of their space or whatever, they can green screen outside of like their body as if they'd be standing when they're DJing. Uh, but then they just have, you know, like a garage or a living room or a bedroom or whatever it is in like the background outside of that. So sometimes it's fun to show people's environment. But on this one, mm -hmm. um, I was just kind of messing around with the settings. I was like, you know what? This looks really clean. I'm just going to take the whole space. But it kind of does that sort of immersive thing and in a way where it would be kind of boring, right, to just play um, the um, actual video from, you know, in this case, like the Mojo track, right? Um, There's an actual video for it. And it's funny because then we had like the conversation about it, about, you know, like in the track is a very prominent, you know, person and they have a disco ball for a head, right? <laughs> uh, so this came out in... Uh, someone, I'm sure someone, someone else here knows the exact date, but I want to say like 2011, 2012. Mojo. The Mojo track, yeah. Yeah, so I that think came out in like 2001. In that, oh, no, no, 19 years old or 20 years old. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, so that's that's some that's some like you know vintage stuff you know at this point. Um, and it'd be kind of boring to just play it out, but with fiber in front, then it's kind of this like you know like this nod to like where this came from. Um, and then also this juxtaposition of like, no, this is not discoholic. This is just another, <laughs> you know, like, like disco ball headed, you know, um, suit wearing dancing, you know, figure. Um, so stuff like that was kind of cool. 
And then um, it was nice because I just kind of dug into the, um, you know, when when uh, the Chark Virtual World was played, um, like, you know, just, okay, let me let me see what already exists for that. And then just kind of checking out the Bandcamp art. And I was like, okay, it's like this, like, VHSE purpley thing. So then, you know, Alex and I had some back and forth where he was like, oh, yeah, like, like, did you notice that? Or did that just kind of happen to land on there? Because I used, like, an Earth and then a lot of, like, purple VHS stuff. I was like, oh, no, like, I took a look, and I wanted something that kind of complemented that, and that's, like, interesting enough to be in the background. So then we, like, started talking about, like, CRTs and, like, all that sort of cool stuff. So um, it's always really appreciated when I get to have this sort of, like, candid, you know, back and forth with an artist, um, you know, because it can be kind of removed. I've done some sets where, like, um, you know, I think, I think, you know, Andy, you've been like the handler for some where like, I didn't talk to the artist at all and I was just passed off and I did the visuals and sent it back to you. And that, that was that. Um, and then others like this are, are, are more thinking it's scratched that artistic itch, right. It's mm -hmm. like have that back and forth, the artist and like, try to, try to take an idea that they have and like build that into something, right. That, that keeps, um, you know, your attention for 30 minutes in a, in a particular style. So right. in this case, like the green screen, I was super happy with, um, you know, the content I was super happy with, uh, I was happy that, you know, a lot of the details got picked up by the artist. Cause that's always, you know, like, like cool to get that feedback. And, um, yeah, I think it definitely translated the energy. So, um, overall it was, it was definitely fun. And I got to put part of the visual, like kind of branding or whatever you want to call it, um, into like the very end of the set, right. As a way to kind of like further, like thread that like needle, just like you're seeing it here and you're seeing it in between all the acts and you're seeing it when it announces, you know, like, like the visual credit. And then you see it inside of a set. I think I, I really enjoyed that sort of immersion. And I had a lot of little, you know, like fun with, um, just video clips and teasers before. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a neat kind of role to play. And then like kind of a unique one where I had the content already. So I use that as the visuals, you know, um, just kind of make it, make it feel like you're even more in the club. Right. As we were mm -hmm. talking about before, regardless of your age, you know, or where you're at, you know, geographically, like just party with us, you know? So, <laughs> and we did. I really like the, the shot you put together where fiber has like a shadow of himself projected on the wall. <laughs> yeah. Don't look behind you. I love that one. Yeah. Your visuals and his music match made in heaven, baby. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That, that one, that one was fun. Cause I was trying some different workflows and then, um, I had this one shader effect that kind of like, you know, like, like kind of fuzzed him out, but it was like very pink hued. And then when it's just, over or underlaid right like you only see a little bit of the pink hue so i was like wait wait that's cool i want to see more so then i made it bigger which is kind of this like larger than life thing but i think it's funny because like if you if you think of like a quote-unquote traditional like like um you know like con or um like um festival visuals right everything's larger than life right even if it's like there's a camera of the artist and you see them they're on a giant like video wall or something like that um, but in this case, like, I have no idea where people are, maybe this is on a TV on a wall, maybe it's on a phone, maybe it's on a laptop, maybe it's on, you know, all these places. Um, but I, I don't know the scale of that. So then to kind of like push you there, right. Be like, well, you knew fiber four. now here's super fiber, you know, and then just like, <laughs> and then, um, I think on that one, like, like the actual live video is grayed out and then the backgrounds is very like, like, um, kind of almost like, like, a synth or like, um, outrun sort of you know like endless grid sort of you know how like a lot of the commercial products that are targeted to like vaporwave demographics just like they don't understand the difference between outrun and vaporwave or synthwave at all yeah. and they just like mush it all together and like try to like hey you like this okay this keyword will now market to you um it's it th there's like a fine line there and so that one you know it was the only one time in the set that i used it but i thought it just aesthetically looked very striking and i was like 
okay, that's a look. So that one I kind of stumbled on and I was like, I need to find a use for this. And so I'm glad, I'm glad, uh, you know, there's some love for that too. That's always good to hear. Yeah. You got to find the right pocket. Like I'm very myself, very critical of people posting synth when it's and calling it vapor. Cause I feel like, it, you know, you're not respecting vapor. You don't understand what it is because it's completely different. It has nothing to do whatsoever. But, you know, I used a bit of synth in my set as well for Strawberry for the Griff song, just because the song asked for it to be used, you know? So sometimes it, it makes And also sense. to point out, fun fact, Griff played on a Strywave event, right? In a particular oh, one yeah. that was that was intended to be half Synthwave, synth you know, landing, and then half, you know, Vaporwave, you know, some Slushwave, mm -hmm. some, you know, other kind of sub breakout categories of that yeah so like griff in particular right definitely has right right to claim or right to be involved in any sort of like bridging experience you know between the two so yeah i think you know like like yeah i get it there's like you know there's there's genre definitions and there's all these subreddits and things like that but i think also we're on the side of the fence where like we don't draw subdivisions, but we appreciate the differences within future funk as a genre or within, you know, French houses or like, we know that's not a monolithic entity. And so like, we're of course going to do on splitting hairs, but that's what we love to do. Right. And, and also that's what we <laughs> love to like play up. And then as an event too, right? Like this one was said like, no, we're, we're going to like, we're going to champion future funk in this one. Right. It's not going to be this like, you know, meme copy pasta. It's not going to, it's, it's going to hold on its own. Cause it's a, you know, a real legitimate thing. And then I think that, you know, like we were saying before, all the visuals are so different and they kind of treated it with respect. Right. Like no one played it easy and just like, oh yeah, here's a anime gift for 30 minutes straight. You know, like no one did that. Right. Because we know we need to elevate this art form, right? Like that mm -hmm. has a certain vibe, a certain aesthetic, but if we're bringing in artists and all of our creative ideas, like, like we can, we can reach for more, right? That was done because it was quick and easy. And you know what people still, you know, they could still put it on the background and, you know, and it, and it definitely, it forces a certain aesthetic, you know, down your throat. But I think with this, there was so much more nuance and there's so much more um, intelligence and thought and creativity and artistry that went into those pairings. Um, and that was, that's just super fun to see and, and hear the insights about, you know, cause I approach differently from, um, you know, squiz and squiz is different from, um, you know, like, like a uh, sleep pattern. Everyone, everyone's just different regardless of the medium. So it's always mm -hmm. cool to see those insights. And I think mm -hmm. in the community too, it's starting to become more of a, oh yeah, I'm looking forward to this visualist with this producer. Right. That's yeah. like a, there's that. And I was, I think I was going back with again, Ronnie from Vapor's Best SDL on Twitter about saying like, I look forward to the day that that is like normalized so that it's, it's just like if someone's like, oh, Hey, like this next one is a, you know, collab between strawberry station and, you know, and you know, anyone else, right? Like, like there's that sort of like, wait, I like this artist. I like this artist. I'm really going to like this thing. And so then I think soon, um, I'm glad that, you know, the events like this one are definitely making sure, Hey, see you here. It's the same size font, right. For the visualist and the artist, right. Like, and it's, it's recognized in this way. Mm -hmm. Um, because they, they both, they, you know, they're two separate things and they come together to create something that's greater than some of their parts. Um, so yeah, mm -hmm. people, people, people should know about that and they should know that there's an avenue for that in the same way that in you, you're saying like, Oh, I'm not like, you know, like I, I don't make like, like the art. Right. But like, I'm still active in the scene. I'm still furthering things. Right. Like, and so for, you know, people that are like, Oh, I, I don't do anything with music. So I have to just be like an observer or consumer of this space. 
But if you do anything with graphics, right, you could consider visuals, you could consider flyers, you could consider, you know, like like um, a lot of the amazing like OCs that like Strawberry does, right? Those are from artists that further a musical kind of you know platform. So mm -hmm. um, it's just it's it's awesome to see the sort of opportunities continue to grow and proliferate, and um, you know, finding ways for to work for everyone. You know, it's not just one. VJ for six hours, you know, like, like we've talked about earlier, it's, it's so many different, different, um, uh, you know, takes. Yeah. And I think that's cool. Cause everyone gets to focus too, you know, like really think about what can I do for 30 minutes? Not like how am I going to survive for hours of this? Like, so it's awesome <laughs> to see what I'm excited also, for. Oh, sorry. Just, I'm going to forget if I don't say it. Um, what I'm excited for is visual artists being able to, well, obviously you know, this is their maybe their first venture into doing visuals for sets and whatnot, and potentially creating some careers that wouldn't have otherwise been started, and then maybe doing visuals for other genres that pay a little better than Vaporwave does, and uh, so that's that's really exciting. And then an another thing I want to say is just going back to Ronnie. And I'm so glad I didn't forget both of these things. That's ah, crazy I didn't. Is uh, he? W I want to shout him out again for being the first person to like solidify the importance of the visualist to the community through his posters and his marketing and you know just the Vapor Space Online event. Um, you know who it's probably would have happened but you know he was the one to do it and that's how it went so we have him to thank i think so thank you ronnie give him a follow vapor space stl uh and i also want to say fiber's shirt during his his performance <laughs> like that was the best Classic uh, shirt. where do i get one of those a store uh, i just can't tell man then everyone's gonna uh be that's the Pretty we'll have sure. the fiber Halloween costume. What's that kind of shirt called? What's that kind of pattern called? Like a, uh, like a Memphis. Memphis. Yeah, just look up Memphis shirt and you'll find some on Amazon. I've looked. Oh, I guess I'm in Canada, so it's a little shittier. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, cool, man. Well, Tyler, is, uh, you got anything else you want to say? Aha breaks loops or anyone else um, here want to comment? I think. Yeah, and then like the, doing the bumpers or in the the first um, the opening thing, it's always super fun because yeah. it's like it's uh it's kind of like a it's I don't know it's almost like a new like art slot you know like like because I think we understand oh visuals can be paired with music sets right and um and you know like people do these like really intricate really cool like adverts where you can kind of see those different flavors of like analog visuals or, or you know whatever that is and just kind of see what like releases are coming but then that like opening like the first thing you see where the event says like this is this is what this event is um you know just to hear what the music selection is and then to kind of see the visuals um that's always a fun um like captive moment you know like everyone's kind of paying attention they're all like looking at that for the people that like really they have you know the schedule for it and they really camp out right like I, i'm gonna experience yeah. this from the start because that's mm -hmm. like you know like it feels like me like rushing the gates at warp tour right like a lifetime ago right it's that same sort of like i'm gonna consume this whole thing because that's how much i love it and then when then <laughs> when you know like that there's that like digital curtain drop um it's it's a it's a cool thing and i'm glad it's kind of like we're seeing i mean i know all the all the events i work on you know with, with you indeed like it has that slot but 
Um, I think it's a really cool way to make like a statement and kind of say, you know, what it is you're going to experience. And mm-hmm. I think that's a, another cool thing to see grow, right? Is the production quality for these sort of things. Yeah. So. That's part of why I like working with you. You know, you, well, you obviously bring the quality, but it always something unique. And like, how do I transport people into the space for this event or into the universe? So I've worked with you on all three of uh, my four, I guess, waves. Did you work on private suite waves? Uh, I did, but I did uh, Tupperwave's visual set. Oh yeah, I don't think I, yeah. All the all the branding was handled by by uh, Try yeah. and uh, Seth yeah. there, but um, yeah. So Flamingo Fest, Late Night Lights, now Disco Forever. Each one of them had that like opening curtain drop. I like that. How you say that? And that's something I certainly plan out and like want to have with these as a part of like you know throwing events in real life you know like getting a banner with the event like poster sideways well not sideways but you know what i mean like put it up behind the bands that sort of thing yeah like i mean you have that like while people are filing in the room there's some logo on the wall right and it's like it's it's like it's like a moment that that kind of like I don't know. It's that like official like, okay, we're starting now. Instead of maybe in shows in the past, you'd have like that like MC sort of role, like someone come out and announce like, hey, this is this whatever. Or like the punk way to do it is just like start playing and don't say anything, you know, like or whatever, whatever that ritual yeah. is for like that space, like something happens there. And it's kind of cool that like we're starting. It's almost like a new tradition, right? It's like, a, um, mm. yeah, yeah. It's just it's like that little that that thing, you know, that just happens. Like um, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. losing like the term, but it's like. What was the like nineties thing more. when everyone would put like the music video thing that was like encoded really, really, really small in the beginning of all like the like the hack software? Like there's a name for that. Like I feel like someone in the space is gonna know it. But anyways. Message it's, us it's on like, Twitter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> I'm pretty sure I feel like sleep pattern would definitely know, but sleep pattern might be sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> oh, with those bad puns. He needs he needs his sleep to create his patterns. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's the big brain. <laughs> awesome. Well, awesome. Uh, such great insight. Thank you, as always, Tyler. And, and thank you so much for your work, uh, your contributions. Once again, they really make that the, the event come come to life. The events. Um, any you comments? The present and uh, I'm just the yeah. bow. So that's the easy job. <laughs> I, got a, I got a little comment. Yeah. Uh, Squiz here. Uh, fantastic. Uh, after parties. Oh, thank you. Thank uh, you. By the way, they're they're fun as hell. Uh, enjoyed this last one. I also really enjoyed the one we were just talking shop. So that was late. First yeah, night late night lights. Uh, yeah, first. Oh, night. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was a different format, but this one I was I was kind of like, okay, you know what? Like like of all, or I mean usually on the uh virtual memory events like the booking mm-hmm. and like the knowledge intimate knowledge of the community that's all like mostly alex and like you know the, the other parts of that crew and so i just kind of like wait for the lineup to come together and then i do visuals but then for all the sub genres like i actually have the most expertise if we're going to call it that in like future funk specifically in terms of like i know people from back when anime conventions were a thing because there was like a weird sub kind of thing of that of anime convention raves and i would actually dj at those so a lot of the context that I have from that space, I was like, wait a minute, I, I want to bridge this. Like, I think it's great that like this event in particular is focusing on like the producers and presenting, you know, 30 minute sets from a kind of producer centric, um, you know, sort, sort of lineup. 
And I was like, you know what? I want to show, although there's like some people that do both on my lineup, I want to show DJs doing future funk, right? Like what's different about that? And so um, I think it was just that there was like, um, you know, there's of course like uh, asking for everybody for set lists. I can kind of look through and analyze like, okay, this isn't common. This isn't common. But I think it's kind of fun to just open that up and go even wider, right? And then have that coverage of someone who's like inserting... um, like initial read did like a, a menudo remix and some like really kind of like mm. like out there stuff but like definitely funky right and like definitely fitting with that like proto house <laughs> yeah. sort of vibe so um it was cool to open that up and then do that in a different way because i know you know like with india it was just like hey if you want to handle the after party i know you you will do something interesting right so the time before this it was explaining like it was taking the hood off and like explain all that and this time i was like let, let me show you djs i know that was basically the theme so um, I'm glad that was enjoyed. I'm glad, like you know, we got to like keep it going, and and you know, because there's 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 gonna be people out there that just want to keep going, right? As long as the event is, like, there's a <laughs> there's a hunger for that. So it's awesome <laughs> to kind of serve it up, and um, yeah, I think everyone had a good time, and then um, um, and then we raided somewhere else. I, I can't I can't remember where it was, but yeah, we just kept it kept you know just pay it forward some more. So. Yeah, maybe that train will keep going until the next event, and then a raid will drop into that one that was like originally formed, you know, from from this one. <laughs> See, that would faces. literally be disco forever. Ooh, that's a great way to wrap that up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and cut. <laughs> Sorry, discoholic. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, we should. It's been two and a half hours. We need to move on to our headlining performer here, discoholic, my friend. Oh, I'm gonna go to bed. Uh, yeah. You guys have a good night. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I'll leave you a voicemail on the hotline. Thanks. <laughs> leave it for Craig. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Craig the robot. <laughs> yes. Uh, th- thank you so much, man. Like, it is an, a true honor to have you uh, on this, man. Like, been a fan for a long time. Uh, it's been an interesting like my exposure to you is interesting because I met you first before Mm -hmm. knowing like you were an artist and how fucking talented you are. You are. God damn dude. Seriously. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. We met at essential. Yeah. Yeah. You were uh, doing photos and just hanging out. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I was dancing. I was and dancing. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, and yeah, so dude, your your set was next level. Like you put, we we talked about it a bunch in the chat. But you put so much work into it. You collected so much footage. What, was it a terabyte or a hundred gigs? Something? It was uh, around two hundred gigs. Five hours of four K footage. <laughs> five hours, four K footage. Yeah, and and. Go, go, go ahead sorry yes it's funny that you only see like like 15 percent of that footage mm-hmm. but uh yes. yeah um i try to so the goal is fun no matter what yeah even if it's dumb fun stupid fun um so yeah usually uh i was like when you told me the the set was like uh was pre-recorded. I was like, "Thank God," because I can work. I can do my shit. Yeah. So, because like I, I've done like live live sets before, but that's like a different ballpark. Mm-hmm. I got to transfer my my video editing humor to like a live setting. I usually have more like cue cards put up, like I hold sides up in front of the camera and shit. Props. But um, 
Yeah, so what I usually do is I just, yeah, my set kind of had like a taste of everything, uh, everything disco, everything funk. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 80s boogie, uh, garage house, modern uh, disco house, future funk, um, you name it. And, you know, of course, disco and even acid jazz. So um, usually how I do my sets is um, I usually plan it out in advance. And then I go downstairs uh, to the basement to record it. Like I usually like, uh, you know, it's just a one take of me behind the DJ booth and I just uh, record it. And then after that, um, I listen back to the set. I have Google Docs open and I'm like, OK, I listen through the set. Uh, what scenes can I shoot over these? And usually it's like, I don't know, I shoot like um, like the different parts going on in all the songs. So I'm like, OK, talk box, piano, drums, uh, choir, trumpet, etc. And, you know, that's where I usually write in, the, oh, I should do a joke here and maybe, you know, do something else over there. And usually with those parts, like everything else, like the, the parts I film after I film my set, uh, I film at like 80% speed. I slow down the mix to like 80% speed. And then in post, I speed it back up. Mm. Um, and does that give you more of a crisp, sh- like sharper look? It, it makes me seem more synchronized and precise than I really am. Mm. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a, uh, I'm a decent dancer, but yeah, that's just a little boost. I got um, you. Cause it does, it, there is an extra something there. Yeah. That's really cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It gives me a kind of a cursed energy, but, um, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, th- this is the first set I ever debuted one of my own tracks on. I usually just like, I kind of avoided putting, you know, my original tracks on there, but un- until now, because I figured, okay, it's 2021. I've been working on this freaking album for long enough <laughs> over three years in the making now. That was a um, great track, by the way. Thank you. Um, yeah. Discoholics Anonymous featuring uh, faux pas, which is an, yeah, which is, um, faux pas is the acapella group at my college. Mm. That track has been, that track is old and it's been stewing for uh, <laughs> three years, but, uh, wow. Yeah, I decided to kick off the set with that. Such and a fucking good way to kick off the set, man. And the the shot of your foot going backwards <laughs> so your legs are Woo! like coming yeah. apart sort of. I don't I know how to describe it. It's so yeah, good. Yeah, no. Yeah, I was raised on like You know it's going to be funny, you know. Yeah, that that's the thing too. I I, I above, above all else, I just want people to laugh. Yeah, you know, other than to you know just enjoy the songs or to groove or to dance, I just want them to have fun, and uh, dumb fun is my way of doing it. Um, yeah, I was raised on like Jerry Abraham Zucker, like uh, Zucker Abraham Zucker films, Airplane, uh, Naked Gun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I don't the slapstick is strong in me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like um, I even like animated a little cartoon for for the set too. You know the. The baseline hits me and like the thunder and the rain and I just draw myself getting zapped by a huge thing of lightning and I do the Tom and Jerry scream. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Fuck okay. that that like was such a great moment of the way you you've animated it to the beat and just the crisp polish again. Like it's just it's so fucking breathtaking when you see it. You're like it's just so so well done, man. It, I don't know. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I, I, video is my forte. I've I, I've been doing it for a long time. Okay. I use, yeah, I like uh, 
I don't know, like 2012, like, geez, nine years ago now. I was watching YouTube poops. I was a little boy. Yeah. I decided to do it myself, and I got Sony Vegas pirated, of course. Um, And, you know, things just went from there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Crazy, man. You have a true, uh, you have an incredible work ethic, I got to say. A sense of discipline. Thank you. Yeah. I admire it quite a bit. I, yeah, I, I was working on the thing for over the course of two weeks. Um, yeah. Yeah, you, you know that I, I shot five hours for it, of total footage for it. Uh, real quick, can I just piggyback on that YouTube poop comment? Um, that's that's definitely the uh, the same mindset that I, that I was kind of in with the set as well, just, like, make it fun, and, and like, that was why I chose, like, the fun tapes. But mm-hmm. then I was done making mm-hmm. the set. And then the mask was just still running. And I'm like, well, I'm still recording. Um, why don't I just take the audio from the movie, put that in, and then just leave the, the effects doing weird stuff for that scene? Yeah. And then so that's why I just like left that right at the end there. Mm-hmm. It's just like for the sheer humor of it. Yeah, dude, I love the visuals. The Mortal Kombat thing was, uh, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. I was just laughing making it. I was just like, this is going to be hilarious. <laughs> good. Yeah. If you're, if you're having a good time making it, then it's going to be a good time for to, 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 to uh, experience it. <laughs> um, yeah. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So I usually have my live, like, pre-recorded sets. Like, a lot of people, like, just, like, um, do an actual live set. Like, uh, you make it look like a actual live stream yes but uh yours is like a music video almost right yeah it's especially like a, with the sna- songs the uh, the names of the songs in the corner when they come on with the album and then the record label oh right yeah i took the font from like mtv music videos oh, and nice. how they do the thing on the left on the bottom left yeah exactly like it yeah um yeah i just wanted to take a i just like to take advantage of the format of like the pre-recorded format and do you know whatever whatever you want it doesn't have to be well there's merits to both like doing it live and just having an extended music video but uh mm-hmm. yeah i i wanted to have some i wanted to have like some live element in there so that's part of why i put the hotline in there so people can uh call yeah. it up <laughs> and so and, for the listeners yeah you were answering those phone calls i was yeah i played the role of craig yeah, um sure I, I feel really sorry for those who uh, couldn't get through because uh, I can't answer all of them. So Indy was clogging up the line. <laughs> uh, you didn't like Craig. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, that, that was such a cool extra uh, layer of interactivity. Right, yeah. And uh, thank, thank you, you for bringing it to our event. Oh, thank you for, for bringing on. Oh, man, you know... You call it event disco forever. How could I say no, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, thank you for having You're me. You're obligated. <laughs> <laughs> it's mandatory for the culture. Yeah. Yeah, no problem, man. Uh, one question I have is when you set up all your takes, how do you, like, organize what you've done and, like, what shots you need to set up and what props and lights? Like, you have a really unique lighting setup for each shot like the one where you answer the phone where the you know i'm a, on the i'm a discoholic at when fibers mm-hmm. answers <laughs> you can tell yeah um fiber 
uh, versus the like strobe light effect versus the dark drop shadow, you know, like how do you coordinate all that sort of stuff? Um, well, uh, yeah, I just have it all on a Google Doc, and I just list down all the shots. Some sometimes I need I note down like some important shots, like oh, um, like the composition or the lighting or like yeah. a specific thing. So I do that, but most of the time I just kind of wing it and um, decide where to place the camera, where to place the lights, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Because I wonder, like in this sort of production so, you know, shot setup thing that I've done like time management is really important, right? If you're setting up lights and whatnot. And um, uh, you yeah. know, are you wasting a lot of time? Like on the next day, you're like, oh, fuck, I had those lights there and I need to do that sort of shot again. I'm or, unemployed. Or a costume change. Or, pardon me? I'm unemployed, so uh, <laughs> uh, I don't time. really worry about time management. But like, uh, yeah, uh, I just... I just um, I shot every other day and on the off days I edited. So I kind of did it, did everything as I went along. So like I mm-hmm. shot some shots here and next day I edited that and returned to the basement again. Yeah. I just, okay. I, yeah. That, well, that I do, makes it I, easier to compartmentalize it all. I think cause th- that is a, a very challenging amount of footage to work is. with. Right. Yeah. I mean, I do some basic schedule organization. Like I do this green screen shots last because that is hell to set up. Um, do like costume based and instrument based, like uh, scheduling. Like, Oh, if I'm going to, if I've, if I've, if I got the camera over here and I'm doing like uh, you know, I'm singing to the camera kind of shot, I'm going to shoot that for these amount of songs straight through. And then once I'm done with that, put on my robe and pretend to be a three piece choir and shoot all the songs that require that yeah and so on yeah just check it off my google doc yeah crazy well i um i salute you man it's it's an incredible incredible effort and i appreciate it a lot hey thank you for putting this helping put this together happy to be the exhibit for you to showcase this definitely um one production question i had one of my favorite parts of the set I do have the liberty of rewatching this stuff, <laughs> so it's easy for me. But um, the shot where you're drinking the Red Bull and you get interrupted by the "Be a Star Tonight" track, <laughs> um, like how did how do you like did you shoot that at 60 FPS or something? The way the edit and for for those listening, you'll see the 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 clip at some point uh, in the in the set. <laughs> I'm stumbling. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's a crazy part. It it was so well done. And that was like, I was like, holy fuck, this is a next level production. Like, thank you. Christ. Yeah. Um, yeah. For the parts where it was go, where he was like, where, um, yeah, that's, that's, um, cool million and D train be a star tonight. Yes. And D train is going off in that trick. He's like, yeah. And so I decided to, you know, if you've ever seen fairly odd parents, um, and Crocker's like, uh, fairly odd parents. I wanted to channel that kind of vibe. So I yeah. shot that. At like, I shot it with the music playing at 50, like 50% speed. And then I sped it up in post. So that's why I look extra twitchy and really fast and crazy. Yeah, it's it's like sudden movements where there's no frames in between, sort of. Very, yeah. Very, very cool effect. At the very beginning of that, I did it a little differently where... How do I describe this? 
Like I did each kind of each twitch like very oh, yeah. far apart from each other. So like I like ah, uh, it's hard to describe this without video. <laughs> but like I was like dip! and wait a little bit, hold still, dip! hold still. Dip! Okay, I cut that together. Yeah, that was the beginning segment, and then <laughs> crazy man. Well, thank you for the for the insight. No problem. You know, I, the I, dome holds all. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, do you want to talk about any of the the tracks you chose, or uh, the performances, like I don't know, singing or playing the keys and all this? Your transistor meter. Oh, and most importantly, <laughs> your where you got the idea for the uh, the two different phases of wardrobe. Two different. Fa- oh, <laughs> okay. The good question. Um, so at the very first life set I did, I just decided to. I just had this bastard thought in my mind. I was like, okay, what if I took my pants off? Because like <laughs> it, it was it was a, like uh, this was back in April May, back when the pandemic was like you know hitting its stride. I was like, you know what? If everyone's home, they probably don't have their pants on. So right. why don't I just relate to the audience by not having my pants on as well? You know what I'm sure. saying? So uh, that became a thing. And then when I did my show for Wavepool, it became a striptease kind of thing where I had the timer like that. Oh, and, yeah. I thought I saw that before. That's right. Right. Okay. Yeah. And and then at Vapor Space St. Louis, STL, I just had my ass out at the beginning. <laughs> full bare cheeks. You can subscribe to my OnlyFans. Uh like see that uncensored i'm serious and and then uh clearly here it, it wasn't to... burned into my mind <laughs> and then and, and then here uh i decided to not only do the pants off but also the boxers off to show yeah. the briefs and yeah. who knows what's going to happen next <laughs> well we we got a a cliffhanger mm-hmm. oh <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, at the end. Yeah. Yeah, you can, well, you probably see where that's headed. It's, yeah. it's a cliffhanger, but you know, you can tell what's uh, what's under there if you think about it. Something you hanging. Dirty boy. <laughs> um. Uh, I, I cracked myself great, up. Beatles. Great question. <laughs> you actually do have an OnlyFans. Yes. Well, cool. you think I'm joking? Uh. <laughs> I'm gonna stuff you in a locker, bunny wow. boy. <laughs> My song is on here. <laughs> What? Oh yeah, it is. <laughs> it's free. Uh, stream the wide remix. Hell yeah, dude. So onlyfans.com slash discoholic. Uh onlyfans.com slash uh discoholic music. Yeah. Ah, don't be confused. Can can you please do like a remix of uh, making you come by Aquafina? <laughs> can, I didn't can you say again? I didn't hear hear that. You know what? <laughs> Making you mommy come. Testicle mommy hurts my personal favorite. I think 420 1998, which is the bonus track on the on Core Specs vinyl of Disco Tracks, is my favorite Aquafina. Ooh, that's a that's a deep cut. Yeah, that goes. It, it goes. goes. Mm-hmm. It sure does go. Well, man, um, fucking thank you. It, it was such a great crescendo to the event. Oh, yeah. also, I got to say, the effect with the uh, blue screen, that was really creative, too. Blue screen. Blue screen of death 
gl- glitches. Oh, I just saw someone use that out of the blue. Like, like Newake tweeted like a picture of like something, and somebody replied with that with a blue screen of death gif from that show. I was like, huh, these gifts are really getting around. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Green screens are great. Yeah, <laughs> pretty neat stuff. Yeah, I used to do a lot of uh, lighting work back in college, an actual mm-hmm. like uh, TV studio, like news studio uh, kind of setup with like a switching board, VTRs, uh, CGI computer that was built with an OS that only did graphics, like all this shit. And uh, lighting a green screen, let me tell you, is fucking hard. And Adobe has made it so easy for us. It's uh, it's incredible, like it, because it's not it's not easy to do, especially in a, obviously a production news environment with those like high end like studio cameras, right? And you're doing it live, but um, yeah, it's really like empowers us to be able to have these visualists and DJs work together. It's pretty cool. Resolve has a few. They have a 3D chroma key. Oh uh, yeah, thing in Resolve now. It's got it's Pr- great. pretty Love cool. It. Pretty cool. But yeah, even Resolve is a yeah. fairly new program. It came out in what, like 2016, I think. With all of its bells and whistles, I believe so. Yeah, it was uh before that. Just yeah, it didn't even have a, a color. Yeah, it didn't software. have an NLE in it. Um, but I was lighting in 2006 to 2009. So, you know, I was on premiere fucking CS4, (laughs) whatever. So yeah, we come a long way and it's pretty darn cute. Um, great. Well, that about wraps up all the performances with all the visualists and whatnot. Um, now we'll just open up the floor to anyone who wants to shoot the shit for a bit. Talk about maybe the future of future funk um, the community, uh, where you're going as an artist and a visualist, of course, and uh, any shout outs you want to give, I guess. If I, if I could plug something right now, uh, Valentine's Day, I just dropped a new album uh, titled Forever. Uh, recently just dropped some uh, tapes uh, yesterday, so definitely come check them out at uh, electricdreams.bandcamp.com. Uh, so definitely take a listen. And there's and, a bundle uh, too, right? With Rhodes. There is a bundle with yeah, with Rhodes Textures, which is another great um, EP from him. Ooh, nice. Yeah, that's a good choice. Mm-hmm. I grabbed one earlier. I couldn't resist not having a Rhodes thing in my collection. Yeah, bro. It's it. It'd be criminal not to have any Rhodes, man. Well, yeah, I had to grab. Fix that today. <laughs> <laughs> and where do people but, find that? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, that is electricdreams.bandcamp.com. Uh, Electric is spelled as E-L-E-K-T-R-I-C dreams. Uh, there will be the, the, the tapes on sale. Um, aside from that, I want to thank everybody that uh, participated in this show. You know, I think everyone played a big part from the DJs to the visual artists. You know, we couldn't have done this without any of you guys. And I just want to, you know, extend my my uh, my thanks to to all you guys. Um, you know, this was a lot of fun to put together, and 
being able to see the final product come out like the way it was, you know, it was it was wonderful and it was a lot of fun. So thank all you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Can I can I just say I love this track you did with Fawn. It's sounding great. Oh, thank you. You like the album cover? The album cover? It's from Seascape, baby. I took it. No way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who is it? From a session. Oh man, I had no idea. That's crazy. I've been trying yeah. to work out who the hell that is. Or is it just some random person? That oh, so there's a, the story behind it. That is actually <laughs> a friend of mine's. I met uh, him. Discoholic has met him. Yes, Discoholic and Fiverr has met my <laughs> friend. He's a friend of mine's from uh, all the way back to middle school. So this was his 21st birthday. You know, he was the youngest of us in our group. So when he turned 21, uh, we decided to uh, buy him a lot of drinks and then take him up to a nice little lounge in Fort Lauderdale. Um, so we were at this. Nice, nice. So we were at this um, lounge called uh, Rhythm and Vine, and the the DJ is playing. And my my friend here is already like really fucked up. <laughs> Um, so he's just like dancing and uh, he's like dancing like crazy. And uh, let, let me put in context that that dark blue, that that's sweat. That's not a vest. <laughs> that, that is literal sweat. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, as he is dancing through the night, uh, a good friend of mine just keeps walking to him, giving him drinks. <laughs> good, lad. good lad. Good lad. Yeah. Absolute, absolute unit. So, <laughs> I, so I, I recorded a whole video. I recorded a whole video of him just dancing, uh, drunk as hell. And at, at the end of the night, I sort of like put a collage together of just like screenshots of him dancing. I just put it together, uh, kind of like that Mr. Krabs meme, where like everything started like spinning around. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, you know, once I, I took, I finished making that picture, my friend's like, yo, man, you got to make that as an album cover. And I'm like, you know what? Bet. And that's how Forever was born. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That's a thing of beauty, buddy. It's it's it has some I mean, energy to it. It's a very like very energetic aura. He he was at Electronicon, right? He was. Yeah, yeah. He he messaged me. He's like, Hey dude, I'm in I'm in New York too. I was like, I'll bet you wanna come to the show called Electronicon with us. Uh I'm not sure if you can get any tickets. Uh, he just walked into the front door and he just bought, he just bought in straight at the gate. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. They have doors. I thought, I thought they were sold out. Huh. I th- I thought they were sold out too. That's why I was surprised he bought he bought some at the door. <laughs> I find like there's always door tickets. I don't know. Yeah. Makes sense. Unless it's like a massive massive band. So pro tip to whoever who is listening, there is a group photo uh, that Pat Chennington took. Oh um, yeah! Of all of us, my friend is in that picture. So that wasn't Pat taking him. it though. That was uh, Ryan. Oh, wh- okay. Ryan NYC my- is his tag, I think. Right, Pad's so, in the photo, right? Yeah. So I just think of the pad because he yeah, was in the. Yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure. But yeah, that <laughs> that whole group. Not important. But yeah, so so Ryan took those pictures, and uh, my friend here, he's actually in that picture, if you can find him. So. It's kind of funny. He is, he is kind of in the 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 vaporwave community subculture type thing, but he doesn't really know it. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
<laughs> a lot of people the best are that have that condition. Condition. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> well, that's called being a disco holic, isn't it? That's, that, that's what it's all yeah. about. See, yeah, call the hotline. So, yeah. actually, that night that that me, Discoholic Fiber, and and him that we all hanged out. That was the day that I actually bought the the Ray doll, the one that was in my set. Uh, oh my oh, god! Yeah. Really? The, the, yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's where it all started. That that's how it all. So we were at a Crazy. we were at a, a Japanese. It was like a Sakura festival in DC. Um, and we were just looking around with my friends, and we found this uh, Ray Ayanami doll, just like oh, just a little plushy. And my friend was like, yo, can you, can you like buy it and like hold on to it for me? I was like, sure bet. So like I bought it and I had nowhere to like put it away. So I just carried it wherever I went with me. (laughs) And it it got to a point where like, I, you know, I even, we we were planning to go to a club and I even, I brought the Ray Ayanami doll to a club. (laughs) That's awesome. It's like Linus's blanket. Basically. (laughs) I, I gotta say though that this Ray Ayanami doll has been kind of like my good luck charm. Yeah. So I kind of like take it wherever. You better take it to our live shows. Absolutely, my dude. I will IRL take. shows. The next IRL show, I will bring uh, the Ray Ayanami plush. Once when the vaccine hits, man. <laughs> yeah, it's IRL gonna be shows. insane. Oh uh, yeah, man. When we get together, so like... we're all gonna cough in each other's. Whoa! Great timing. Whoa. Well, Yo, well, well, if it is a fiber man, <laughs> I can't be super loud. <laughs> What's going what? on? You're just on time. So, anyway, yeah, yeah. like uh, Essential Welcome. 2023 was great, guys, wasn't it? Yeah, bro. Yeah. Do you say Essential 3? 2023. <laughs> oh, forever. Man, you like, just oh. we were just talking about the Ray Ayanami doll. Oh, yes. The the chick magnet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Edie has straight up women all over him whenever he brings that. I, I can't. <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> I'm, you think I'm joking, but I'm not. You, you know, my dad didn't Hot believe tip. me. That. <laughs> he, he told me I was bullshitting. <laughs> yeah, I saw it with my own two fucking eyes. <laughs> got to say, the hushed tones are making this entire analogy sound incredibly sinister. I love it. <laughs> uh, yes, and then what he did later. <laughs> God. It's awful. Uh, we're, uh, we're basically done the episode, but like we're wrapping up, but do you want to talk about your set at all? The songs you chose or anything? You could like edit it in. Um... I was when I when I worked on on that set, I was very stressed. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, and uh, and we and I had a lot of um, had a lot of technical difficulties, and then um, and it was kind of like I had agreed to do the set like in around December or November ish, thinking that I would probably have enough time to work on it. But knowing that, you know, the semester would start and whatnot, and my class situations, like my school situations are kind of different than um, than last year, not in the difficulty, but just kind of like in the in the content that we're going over. So it's kind of like a, a brand new thing for me. And um, 
and yeah, it was just kind of a little weird to handle. Um, you know, I had video recording issues and then um, my USB got corrupted. But in terms of like, you know, actually recording it, it came out amazing and all, all hell breaks loops, like did amazing visuals for it. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. I think shout out in terms. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Without without um, without his work, it'd be it wouldn't be the same set at all. It's it was so important to the to like the the performance itself that the visuals were good and I just didn't have time to work on my own visuals. But I think that the track selection is just kind of a reflection of the stuff that I've been listening to that I know works in a club environment mm-hmm. yeah. and tracks that I enjoy, but I also, you know, you know, keeps the audience hyped tracks from artists that I've been listening to recently that might be kind of I guess less popular yeah um like i featured like two lolly combat songs and he's been making really good music um like his stuff has been quite interesting and and i think he's a part of that like new group of like um future funk Mm -hmm. musicians that are kind of like taking inspiration from the sort of stuff that we did with like uh future funk that was influenced like predominantly by like french house and whatnot and yeah those influences and the production is just so clean and it's like he's like one of the first artists in a while that i think been actually like genuinely interested in in a scene and um you know just playing classics like the mothership reconnection remix a a lot of the tracks are just songs that i've been listening to during my workouts lately because i just i just try to pick the highest energy stuff and it just so happens that it works well in a club environment and I made edits of those songs as well, so they flowed better. Like, I did an edit of Pop-Up's answer with a completely different structure um, because I thought it fit better into the set. So, yeah. Can I just say I got so hyped that you p- actually put answer in your set because I love that song so much. Oh, yeah, and I played and I played a lot of Montana stuff because I like to showcase that as well. I was actually going to play... Um, I was going to play what you want by dash 30 and debuted it at the show but oh um, that's a good track i I was just listening to that earlier i was i just wasn't able to really fit it in i was also going to play um a few extra gourmet tracks and also a virtual world remix that mr hustein has been working on but i ran out of time you know there was time constraints like my set was already 35 minutes long you know didn't want to push it yeah (laughs) <laughs> no worries man yeah overall maybe the, next time overall the, the whole performance was just great it was a it was an amazing set um thank you and i think i think i think jessica holics took the cake though stop he's you just like half he, just wanna, <laughs> he does cake, he does but um, i don't know if you've heard but uh there's a disco forever and ever there's a disco forever two. Oh yeah tba tba TBA. Cool. Yeah, we were just talking about it. I just, um, I was, we had a server for Wavepool and we, we don't have anything planned at the moment, but I decided to revive the server by pinging everybody in it and just, and just putting out an announcement that said, Wavepool. Yeah, in the middle, in the middle yeah. of this interview. Yeah, so. I saw that. <laughs> that that was time. very distracting. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, we had, we've, we've, We've had discussions 
with the Montem crew about, you know, doing a wave pool two or some sort of equivalent event with a different name, but mm -hmm. there's no plans just yet. I think it's just going to have to be, um, we're in the process of expanding and becoming a legitimate business now, right. you know, so there's LLC filings, financial stuff to be handled. Um, so we're focusing mostly on just digital releases for the time being. And we have a lot of very cool, very legendary releases in the pipeline. I was actually nice. surprised at some of the people that have been submitting lately. It's mm. like, it's insane that these people have even want to work with us. Slipknot. So I'm really looking wow. forward to, uh, yeah, Slipknot, um, blood, on the, <laughs> blood on the Dance Floor, um, only Gaspard from Justice. <laughs> yeah but only but only his like only 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 one half of justice and uh we got also uh uh what was his name flat flat uh, eric flat justin. eric flat eric yeah flat eric we got we got linus tech tips. awesome linus. <laughs> why are you spoiling this dude <laughs> can't we got wait linus sex tips lined up all right but yeah we we have pretty good good stuff in store nice, for 2021 man. Um, yeah, for the listeners, please check out montem.bandcamp.com. That's M-O-N-T-A-I-M-E. M-O-N-T-A-I-M-E.bandcamp.com. Please give her a perusal. A deep, deep perusal. I only recently found out perusal means, like, thoroughly review, like, pick a pick apart to like crazy i thought i, I mean like that just that was a word give it a once over perusal yeah <laughs> perusal yeah wayne's world taught me that one i knew peruse was a thing not so much perusal well we're, we're gonna have to google it now isn't we? that where llamas come from i feel like perusal isn't isn't appropriate i don't know it sounds like perverse the action of reading or examining something perusal the action the action of perusing if you will i'm oh. gonna peruse you guys so hard tonight cut <laughs> on your band camps damn it really puts the puts and your spot really you're, uh, you're really taking linus sex tips jobs <laughs> uh i wish i plugged this earlier uh Discoholic.neocities.org. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He does, and the, um, the background. No, the, the yeah. Well, yeah, we're we're in the background, yeah. but I'm talking about the visitor counter. The visitor, <laughs> the visitor counter is intentionally broken, and uh, Discoholic just decided to leave it like that because he thought it was funnier. It is. Yeah, you are visitor number. <laughs> nice. I've seen this before, but this is great. <laughs> yeah, you got to be careful driving around with with that. Uh... Oh, who's gonna die at five miles per hour in Nikea parking lot, huh? <laughs> oh, is that what that was? To be fair, to be fair, there were a few times where we were shooting that where I feared for my life. <laughs> it, the the because... worst part is, I told, I was, I told you to act like you were bored. Yeah. <laughs> Good acting. He's actually as I hard guess, as fucking pounding. <laughs> yeah, like, like I was, I was trying so hard to not like. So basically, we had it lined up because his line of vision is really slim. Like, it's only, it doesn't really extend out to the peripheral at all. 
So I had to be yeah. the person to like to like tell him if he was like about to hit like a fucking tree or something oh, like that. Yeah. <laughs> and it was it was really Shopping hard cart. to not hold like the the oh shit bar. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. the greatest um, thing I've ever shot. Wait, another another thing that I remember shooting. Remember when we, when we went out to that park and we shot that video for oh, your um, of the week. for your playlist? Still pinned on my Twitter. Yeah, and you had to use your your alternative head. But yeah, my my have... stunt helmet, which you can't see out of, so you had to tell me what where to <laughs> if I was going off the path. Yes. And the shoot was initially supposed to be when the Tupper Wave song kicked in. Um, Discoholic whips out a flower, ah. and <laughs> but. But we, <laughs> what, we um, when I whipped it out, the whole the whole thing just fell apart. It just it, the flower just ripped off at the stem, and we just couldn't do that anymore. Fail. <laughs> because because we were like shoving this fucking flower into like his jacket pocket to hide it until it was ready, and it like messed up the flower. It just fell apart when he just whipped it Your out. Your mom like, provided oh. the flower, right? Yeah, because we had a bouquet in the house. Right. So she just gave us one flower. Well, uh, sorry. <laughs> she just, whatever. It was like a daisy or something. But yeah, fun stuff. Fun, fun, fun memories. Good, fun times. Yeah. I need to shoot a new uh, Cocktail of the Week video. It's been a year now, over a year. We need, we need to meet up soon, actually. We do. I need to give you your damn Starbucks cup you left in my car. Yeah, I need that back, and I also need to give you your CDs right. and what else? Um, your mare tape. Right. Yeah, That's we need important. some new Twitter content, some new hilarious listening to fiber videos. Last time, well, the last time we did like a video together it was me just disrespecting the Discoholics Anonymous. Oh, that was. I like, mean, last, that wasn't even like together. That was. That wasn't even really. Yeah, but. I think that the last thing that we did was we shot the all you can eat promo video. That was the last time mm. I saw you. Yeah, I was we like, went on a we went on a twelve mile hike that day, drove like two hours home, like our legs were like fucking broken, and then we shot the all you can eat video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had some adrenaline. Yeah, I shot on a uh, motorized dolly. Yeah, and we were like, we had it on like a bunch of old SAT textbooks. Right. That, um, and the dolly kept moving to the left and right. And I have videos of like Discoholic like spazzing the fuck out in anger. Right. Because it just wouldn't go straight. Yeah, because that thing is a piece of shit. Um, it's very good for the price, but, uh, you know. Yeah. You get what you pay for. Well, guys, I think we're going to need to call it soon. Almost, we're yes, getting on four hours now, I think. Three hours. Holy moly. Yeah, I gotta bounce and work well, on some videos well, yeah. right now. I'm gonna add the music, so once the music's in there, it'll be longer. But yeah, um, don't mean to have everyone have to go, but yes, Moray Bender, thank you so much. Real pleasure, my friend. See y'all later. Have a good night. Nice talking to everybody. Bye-bye. Nice having you. Bye-bye. Pleasure talking to y'all. Thank you, Squiz. Let's do it again. I'm not friends See with you, the strawberry. strawberry station. Uh, so yeah, everyone, if you can use this opportunity to shout out your Twitters and whatnot, and do some shout outs, and then we'll we'll call it.
Okay. I guess. Um, yeah, I guess you gotta do that. <laughs> Squiz. Oh no no fibers. Oh. Oh I fiber? just. Oh no was it? I couldn't tell who was talking. I was looking sorry. Um, I'm the owner of Montem. Uh, Disco Holic helps out with Montem very heavily as well, and we both release music alongside our roster. So you're free to check me out on Twitter at twittercom fiberalex. That's F-I-B-R-E-A-L-E-X. I'm also on SoundCloud. Uh, soundcloudcom fibermusic. That's F-I-B-R-E-M-U-S-I-C. And um, also check us out on Montem. soundcloudcom Montem, which is M-O-N-T-A-I-M-E. And yeah, that's about it. Awesome, dude. Thank you. And thank you for uh, being a part of this, of course. Yeah, I kind of dropped in at the last second, but... Well, the, the event, but also the podcast. Yeah. Better late than never. It was fun. There you go. Awesome. Yes, follow Montem and Fiber. What about you, uh, Pernoco? We haven't heard from you in a little bit. Uh, oh, what was the question? Where do people find you, you know? Oh, uh, yeah, I don't need to give my socials. It's all good. Uh, you can find me through Utopia District. Well on the website all right thank you thanks for having me yeah man more hot visuals coming out at you everybody and lots more pernoco helps out a lot with the back end of utopia district so um uh i bow to you sir <laughs> appreciate it um what about tyler hey um i'm all Helberg sloops video artist um you can find me on twitter twitter.com slash ahbl music um and on twitch i'm very active doing events regularly with the virtual memory crew uh twitch.tv slash all hell breaks loops and uh for those of you like pictures uh instagram.com slash all hell breaks loops and yeah i am part of events like this where i plug in to do visuals um i do sets only for some other you know people that reach out for opportunities and um do video i'm increasingly doing more um music videos and then also you know things as small as like spotify canvases so anybody who likes um fucks with my vision can reach out nice yeah please and tyler you seem so helpful in that realm um for anyone like looking for advice and stuff so i imagine they can come to you for that too yeah yeah i've I've, there's there's like a lot of ways to mess up like like live um or whatever you want to call this format like virtual festivals was like the name a long time ago but now i think they're just like virtual events or whatever um but yeah streaming is deceptively tricky i would say so um if you have questions about that or what's um my my workflow is a lot different because i I do a hybrid of some pre-composed like, you know, video sets and then some of them actually doing improvising live. And so the preparation for that, as you might imagine, is very different. But then my way is my way because then it can just be one visualist for many acts. So um, yeah. a lot inside of that. And I'm sure, you know, you guys would on once you take a look at the, you know, what's going on underneath the hood, especially with the archiving afterwards, which is something that I think I don't put a lot of effort into. But I know you do in terms of all the um archive.org and just like ways to give to keep extend this art to people because as we're experiencing um some of those avenues that we thought were safe are drying up and so you know you're seeing mm-hmm. we got the boot from Bandcamp. of course youtube's been an ongoing thing uh just do the sample nature of the art and yeah we're kind of getting picked on in a way so 
being smarter than that and using all our tech uh, superpowers, I think is a good thing. So keep up the good fight, Indy and everyone else who's finding ways to kind of, you know, keep these long form uh, experiences up because I think they'll definitely be important and people look back and it's awesome that it's like a living archive still, you know, like you can just check out the event happened a week ago, but ideally six months ago, it'll still be there a year from there. Um, but not so mm. much, unfortunately, for YouTube, Bandcamp, etc. But that's just that's just the name of the game. So, anyways, hire all hell breaks loops if you can. Yeah, right. he's very good. Thank you, Open thank you. for commissions. Very much. Um, one thing you said of uh, like a couple months ago that stuck with me was how fleeting visuals are, because you can listen to an album on its own, but you can't really watch visuals on their own. You know. So yeah. I think it is very important to like provide the longevity for those. But you guys can just go to YouTube and probably type "all hell breaks loops" and find some golden nuggets. Yeah, yeah, a lot. A lot of the artists that I've worked with are you know posting the sets that they can, right? Because some of them get flagged, some of them don't. Yeah. Um, but the ones that are up, it's it's this kind of fun treasure trove, and I try to keep up a um, a playlist. I should I should really like work on that because that would be very cool not to like consume in its entirety because it'd be hours and hours but like to kind of skip around and uh even um this upcoming uh virtual memory on the, i think the 27th of this month um it's our kind of throwback to the last time we actually had an event in person which was february of last year and so mm. um i was even looking like uh because male tears sent the green screen set early and so i was looking to see what i was doing like a year ago and then I saw like we did like the world's it was the smallest announcement ever, but we did like a, like a like a visualizer more than a music video uh, to one of his tracks. And I was looking through all the techniques I was using. I was like, oh wow, like I don't I don't touch these anymore. These are like that like I just had some sort of artistic notion that took me like to you know zig rather than zag, and now that's how I do it. Yeah. And looking at that, so I'm like, oh okay, like it's it's a nice moment where you're like, oh I can see that sort of progression, and you know maybe. Alex, you can, you know, say the same about some of your early works versus stuff you put out, you know, like more recently that, you know, like, oh, or, absolutely, or if there's a change yeah. or if there's no change, but it's, it's cool to see that collectively in a scene. Right. And even going back to seeing, um, you know, the first like vapor space STL, you know, events and then jumping forward to seeing their very, you know, the final one, um, you know, there's a, there's a big change there in the artists that they carry and the sounds that they go for. Um, so I think, yeah. It's important, and like you said, visuals—they're kind of composed just for that experience, right? And a yeah. lot of us put a lot of time into that, um, or even you know, time spent for like the one-minute bump at the very beginning. So it's nice to get recognized for that, and it's nice to kind of uh, embrace that ephemeral kind of quality to it, where it's just like it's here and it's gone, right? Music videos are meant to you know consume over and over, and then of course music because it, you can consume it in so many ways, you know, you can consume it over and over. But the visuals for a particular set. It's almost like watching like a, you know, back in the day, like concert DVDs or, you know, stuff like yeah. that. Like, it's like you Not buy that to it. kind of feel like what it would feel like live. And, you know, now we can do that virtually and it's free. We're not like charging for the DVD or the Blu-ray release or anything. Um, I am. <laughs> so leading on to that uh next announcement we're gonna have a blue release for disco forever for only 99.99 get it at a month. district <laughs> I, uh, um a vhs would be cool but uh mm-hmm. we, we we have one for flamingo fest a blu-ray for those who don't know but you can't buy it anymore maybe you can buy it again later i don't know yet but we'll see but uh, yes, you you are right. Like it is all free and all that, and it is 
really incredible that uh, we can we can archive it sort of because at a live actual concert you can't really right correct yeah because you'd have to have like a film crew right and to get like a you know well i mean i don't know if anybody here is like into hardcore but there's a dude who like hardcores the shit out of hardcore or sorry uh like archives hardcore, the shit out of hardcore. what uh hate six you ever heard so like he's he's collecting he's like collecting VHS footage from like way back like early like NYC hardcore oh sorry hardcore hardcore punk hardcore yeah I'm sorry that was really important uh, I was like what, I was making a bad that? joke like, yeah yeah oh, okay or a joke <laughs> but like somebody is actively a part of that space and it's like this is important anybody who has VHS tapes from this year to this year and then every single time you know back pre pandemic they would do a big you know anything related to hardcore fest either he or, you know, somebody on his crew would be there with multicam footage, right? And so, like, mm -hmm. they were the archivists for that format. And and then his big thing is uh, he's huge into Rage Against the Machine. So he's got some early, early Rage stuff, like when they were just, like, playing in, like, dive bars and stuff, which is, that stuff's, like, I don't know. It's, it, it gives me, like, a buzz, just, like, seeing, like, a band with that level of energy, like, at this small, small place. But yeah, wouldn't it be cool well. if years later people are like, oh, man, like, this is before, like, discoholic turned into like the disco man group right or like like and then now like that thing is playing at vegas right like wouldn't it be cool to see this version first and then like <laughs> kind of jump to that like yeah so that's sort of crossed. big big picture like longevity like years down the road sort of thing is like absolutely what i'm trying to tackle with this whole utopia district thing like in so many different ways whether it's getting people to understand the importance of history in who Porter Vong was and why that whole thing happened and what it meant or the birth of the live show and the journey we've come, you know, like there's together, there's just so many cool things to explore like that. So uh, is, is Porter Vong not making music anymore? They're, I think they're on a hiatus maybe. Okay. Um, I'm just wondering. Yeah, I, I've Very I talked prof, to them profound recently. Profound way of putting it, though. They're 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 still around. They're just kind of ch changing the <laughs> changing the current visibility into the project, but okay. I don't think it's going Thanks anywhere. So. But yeah, check out Porter Vaughn. Um, all right, next we have Discaholic. Oh, we're still plugging. Zoo. Zooey mama. <laughs> I'm long tangent on that one. Uh, yeah. Uh, you might be a discoholic, so discoholic.neocities.org to find out if you are. Visit that website. Call the, dis call the Discoholics Anonymous hotline. Press 1 and 2 at the same time. Oh, no, don't. Stop. <laughs> Listen to me, guys. Listen to You see what happened to, to you? Podcast. You got to put on hold forever, buddy. <laughs> I'll be back. Call now. Uh, awesome, man. Follow Discoholic, Discoholic Music on Twitter. Yeah. Instagram, Facebook, OnlyFans, YouTube. Uh, Pornhub. <laughs> nice. Wait, no, I think they shut me down. Yeah, they took us all down. <laughs> I uploaded my Pat Chennington block party set on there, but yeah. Really? Yeah. It got taken down? Well, yeah. Oh, that went through a purge of like, quote unquote, Unofficial. amateur content. Yeah, unofficial or amateur content or something. I don't know. It's a travesty. But that's neither here nor there. Um, all right, awesome. Thank you so much again, Discoholic. Um, no you know, we'll be 
we'll be working something out again at some point, I'm sure. Disco forever and ever. You know it. And last but not least, our main village man, E.D. Thank you, my hey. brother. Uh, well, thank you for, for, for helping out. Um, now if you wanna... we shall hold hands into the sunset. And we will ride away. Yes. As, as the sun <laughs> goes down. Um, you guys can uh, reach out to me on Twitter. Uh, electric dreams underscore electric spell is e-l-e-k-t-r-i-c-d-r-e-a-m-s you can also find me on soundcloud on spotify uh and on bandcamp where i have my latest album forever out with uh tapes so come check that out oh my god i just realized disco forever forever yes oh my god disco the mm-hmm. whole kitten caboodle. Wow. That's the whole shebang. It, it all comes together. It all comes together. How about together. that? Awesome. Well, that's a that's a great way to end it, guys, right there. I think we'll do it. Thank you so much once again. Um, you know, hope everyone stays well. We will keep chatting. All right. Sweet. Thanks. All righty. Y'all have a good night. All right. Good, good, night. Night. good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. All right, folks, that's it. That's all. Thank you so much for sticking around. Hope you enjoyed it. Since recording the episode, we were able to figure out the YouTube situation with getting the full Disco Forever six hours event in one shot with the chat on YouTube. So you should see that there, youtube.com slash C slash Utopia District. Check it out. Uh, it's on the website too, utopiadistrict.com slash events slash disco forever. Lots of cool information about the artists and visualists as well, and the showrunners there too. So check it out. It took me a few minutes to make that. So what's going on in the district, you may ask lately? Well, we've got some new team members. We have a great Discord channel or server. Check it out on the website. Uh, the community there is growing quite fast and it's really great conversations going on. I will link it in the episode description. If you're not following the podcast already, please do. We've, we're on YouTube, uh, Google Podcasts, rather, <laughs> uh, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, you name it, we're on there. You can subscribe and get all the episodes. We have a lot of YouTube videos going up, um, some cool premieres with labels and artists. If you'd like to have some of your work featured on Utopia District YouTube channel and create an event around a release, for example, we'd like to do that a lot. Hit us up. Um, We respond on Twitter. You can contact us by email, contact at utopiadistrict.com. We're on Instagram, Facebook. Um, follow the Instagram too. It's pretty cool. It's run by a couple people, but mainly one of our art directors, Vapor Priestess, and she does some great work herself. You can check her out on Instagram. 
If you'd like to actually look up anyone from Utopia District, we have an about page on the website, utopiadistrict.com slash about, and there'll be links to all the, the members there. I want to take a second actually to shout some of these people out. They've really been just giving a lot of their lives away and their time to this project, and it's it's really crazy and really cool to see, and I love all of you guys so much. Graham, GBanis92. Number one homie, um, right there by my side throughout this entire process, would not be where we are without you, my friend. And your your the part you played in Disco Forever was huge. And thank you, thank you so much. Uh, I, there's really there's really no good way to express it apart from a good hug, you know. <laughs> um, yes, thank you, my dude. Ice level, Pernoco, Stu Adib. Maximus, Cerulea, Dreaming Denizen, Sherevale, DJ Non, Hydra, Nico Quota, Sorry, or B- Big Chungus now, um, Tropical Virtual, Dark Fez, Tesseractive, All Hell Breaks Loops, Ognos, B. Durin, Squiz, Casino, Copy, you guys, uh, Vapor Priestess, Snow Crash, Will Wade, Glitch Devil, Moribender, Codex, Andy, like, <laughs> uh, I hope I'm not forgetting anybody. Everyone, you guys are seriously the best, and I love you, and I can't thank you enough, like, seriously. Um, yeah, so Utopia District's got a lot going on. Check it out. Keep your eye on Twitter. Lots of cool stuff there. New premieres all the time and whatnot gonna be some updates to the homepage very soon to showcase the writing a bit better and videos and everything uh, if you have any ideas or comments or anything like that please hit us up if you've got an idea for an article or something or whatever it is this is a community project and we want to connect with anyone that wants to connect with us <laughs> okay so we're gonna leave you with music from the artists One song from each artist, 10 songs total. If you want to know the names, check out the episode description. They will all be there. Okay, everyone. Thank you so much as always. Hope you enjoyed the event. Check out the VODs on YouTube and support the visual artists and musicians. And if you want to support us, we'll figure out a way for that to happen soon. (laughs) All right, everybody. See you next time. Lemonade was a popular drink and it still is. I get more props and stunts than Bruce Willis. Willis, 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 Willis.
app. Any time or place, quickly a slap right across your face. Yeah. 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 Take care. Gonna get you good.
I can listen to any other genre. One time my friends and I spent an entire day listening to the entirety of Cheryl Lynn's discography. The first rule was no potty breaks. I, I don't even know why I called in the first place. I, I don't think I'm ever going to quit disco.
Hopper.